Sports with Katie Nolan is fueled by Gatorade. Whatever path you take to greatness, Gatorade is there to fuel it. Greatness starts with G. I would get um, a second microwave because... regular sized fridge I think I'd buy like a full fridge with an ice maker I would maybe get myself not a twin bed can I explain yeah. my answer yeah because... no you shouldn't but I'm gonna let oh you. my god hello hello invisible friends of mine welcome to sports the podcast that ends with a question mark but it starts with a question that is what it feels like most times like it's me talk Travis don't push play yet it's not time yet jeez Louise I'm Katie Nolan that's Travis What's going on? She's Christina. Hello. We still have intern Nate. Hello. And here's today's question. Can I press play? Yeah, whenever you're ready. Hi, Katie, Union, and Nathan. Is Nathan part of the Union? Uh, Ooh, this is good Shreen, question. currently in the Cincinnati airport. Ooh, I yeah. have a question for you. Every time I am in an airport, I feel the need to drink soda. I don't normally drink soda in my everyday life. Um, and I'm wondering if you all have anything like this, uh, in your life. For instance, a lot of the times when people go to a baseball game, they feel the need to get a hot dog. Most people mm-hmm. aren't really sitting around drinking, eating hot dogs all the time. And, uh, wondering if you guys have anything in your life that when you go someplace, it really, uh, creates a craving in you. Uh, all right. Love you. Mean it. Bye. Shane, I love you, and I mean it, too. Uh, I don't know if you're new to the podcast or you're familiar with the concept of samming it, but you really almost like went <laughs> out of your way. You gave the reason you asked the question, which is you only drink soda at the airport, and then you were, you were like, for example, and as soon as you said, for example, I'm like, you already gave an example. Don't give too many other examples, because then we're just going to say those. I don't know if you've noticed that about us, but if you put us in a certain mode, we kind of stay there, and it's not good for the creativity of the podcast, regardless of love you and I do mean it and I'm really sorry that you're in the Cincinnati airport I don't want to give the exact same answer as you but I've said before I really only drink ginger ale on planes it is as I've mentioned Hmm. the champagne of the sky it's just tastes fancier up there it's like a bubbly fancy it feels like champagne for some reason when you're when you're 30,000 feet or however high you get above the earth uh, I usually drink with my pinky out when I have my ginger ale on the plane. <laughs> but I don't want to <laughs> give doesn't that surprise exact. Me. I don't want to give like, oh, you're at an airport and you said soda. So mine's a soda airport related thing. I think that's me being lazy. So I'm really trying to think of it. And I will say, and let me, before I say this, say don't smoke, kids. But the hardest thing about quitting smoking cigarettes was driving anywhere. Because before really? I just associated driving with smoking cigarettes like long drives were very 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 difficult so i think that indicates that there really is sometimes a connection between performing some task or going to some location and doing a thing that you don't normally do i just can't think of my best example of that but i bet you guys have examples first i just want to say the cincinnati airport it's not even in cincinnati what didn't we already go over this It's it's in kentucky I'm really grateful that we did already go over it and that I deleted that fact because I have a hard time (laughs) deleting things from my brain and to know that I deleted that one, I'm proud of myself. But anyway, what weird things do you do in certain places, Travis? Hmm. You already took mine, so I'm trying to think of a new one. It was lame. 
even if it, I quote unquote. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Yours, why are you calling it lame, Christina? It's not it lame. Still be original. Been. Take, think of your own. Well, Christina, of all the hills for you to die on, I don't know if that this is the best one. Uh, because I have a different one. That's why. Okay, I'm what's yours? Go one. ahead. Uh, mine is whenever I go to the movie theater, I have to get candy. And it's, I, I don't ever, if I'm at the grocery store, if I'm at a gas station, I'll walk right by candy. But when really I'm at one. the movie theater, for whatever reason, I have to get popcorn and a candy. Whether it's something like Skittles, Sour Patch Kids, or something chocolatey, it has to be candy. I, this isn't really the same, but I will say whenever I go to a CVS, I have to buy a nail polish. How often am I painting my nails? Mm. Not all that often, but whenever I go to CVS, I'm like, let me just see if they've got I went through colors. a phase like that with lipstick, and I'm like, I don't I even just wear lipstick. It. Why am I doing I this? Just, I just want to see what colors are in this season and add to my collection of unused full uh, nail polishes. Nathan, do you have anything? Mine's not really like craving necessarily, but I don't normally wear sunscreen, but when I'm sunburnt, I wear sunscreen. Well, that sounds backwards. That sounds like one of those <laughs> so you things because you're, you're just not, you're not you should letting, put on before. Yeah, you're not letting your, uh, your experience dictate your future actions. Mm -hmm. Um, but hey, nobody gets it, that yeah. more than a kid with ADD. So I'm not going to judge you. I just feel like putting it on afterwards is still good, right? Yeah, it's still doing something. You still are preventing your really from getting more burnt. <laughs> yeah, it's not helping at all, but it feels uh, good. It's cold. Travis, you find anything in your brain yet? No. Well, I do see you looking so hard. I know, like I'm trying. Sifting through piles of trash, <laughs> looking for something worth um, saying. Question. So I, I was thinking, when you said ginger ale, I only drink ginger ale when I'm sick. And I think it's oh, yeah, because I grew sense. up it's where like it's good my, for your stomach. Well, I, so I didn't know the actual reason, but I just grew up thinking anytime I had a cold or anytime I got sick, my grandmother would be like, well, did you drink ginger ale? And so now it's in so my back head. Back then, it was really like, yeah, this like, soda what? can cure. It's like, that probably wasn't helping, but yeah, it I'm was like, to grandma's. Uh, it checked the box. Well, it's the same exactly. thing as like uh, whiskey, like cured, like a baby was teething, like put a little whiskey, oh, have yeah, a canker on, on your finger, yeah. have a canker sore, take a shot, like whiskey, like every like according yeah. to my grand my grandpa different back whiskey then. could solve like every problem you <laughs> have in life. I, I don't know if this was unique to Sounds my family right. but what i associate with being sick is flat soda because my mom used to take huh. coca-cola and she would stir it until all the bubbles went out and then we would drink the flat soda i don't know why i don't remember what it was for but that specific taste now mm. always makes me think of being a sick baby i always had seven up when i was sick mm. that's similar to ginger ale right Kind of, no. except it's missing the important part, which is ginger. Yeah, the, the ginger part, yeah. Part so it's, like, it's similar, but actually... It's carbonated, so yeah, they're the same. Yeah, sure. Do you have one or no, Travis, before I move on to my next question, based off of Shane's question? Go ahead. Proceed. Is Nathan in the union? I feel like that's something that we need to address. Have you invited him formally to the union? Is there a process? If he, when he leaves, do, does he have to, I don't know, do you have to disband the union? How does this work? I mean, this is Nathan's last week with us, though. So does that mean that he's initiated just for the week and then he can't be? Initiated makes this sound like a fraternity more than a union. <laughs> We're dealing with some labor laws oh, with Connecticut true. and California. Okay. And his, sure. you know. So the, it's there's stuff happening behind the scenes. But yeah, it's just, out, right now it's out of it's our control. Out of our control. I can't possibly <laughs> believe that there's anyone else who has gone control I've gone to uh, a steward and asked for him to be a formally steward. accepted. You, you and love the stewards. It's, it's you know, they, they bring you, know, you your ginger ale. 
People above I, us are taking. I don't. You know, see, I like how thirty thousand feet above us, almost these stewards. None of which this has been confirmed with me. The other part of the union. Nope. So, see, that's. Travis, I think Travis, this is where you're getting confused, Christina. You think that union means that you guys have equal say, and yeah. uh, Travis is demonstrating for kids at home. That's not always how it works. Sometimes there's a person in charge of the union, and that person's kind of. It's a hybrid dictatorship union. There was a meeting last Friday. I think you were in Chicago. Oh, so maybe how that's... convenient. Wow. How convenient. Wow. I don't like, I just want to say for me, I just, for the record, I'm, I don't like this. I don't like the way this sounds. I'm not into the union practices, but I also, uh, for the record, again, am not in the union and have nothing to do with it. So any complaints that you have. I mean, it sounds like I have nothing to do with it either. So you did start the union, Katie. Tough. Well, uh, well, that's allegedly. <laughs> that's, you that did tell alleged. you did tell us to unionize. I told you to unionize. That's me supporting you. That's me rooting for you. That's not me having anything to do with what this union has devolved into. Okay, so please don't. Shane, thank you for your question. Very good question, <laughs> and two very good answers you gave, which are probably better than the answer and a half you got out of us. But at least you learned that I have a lot of nail polish. Uh, if anybody else has a question they want tangentially answered, you can always ask it to us on our answering machine. The number is 860-506-5571. Hi. Hey. Hi. Hi. Uh, how's everybody doing? What's today? Monday? It's Monday. How's sure it? Is. How's it hanging? It's It's Monday. It's another Monday. Yeah. It's crazy how they just keep happening, isn't it? How it's just like... I know. You get through the week and you're like, woohoo! And then you're like, wow, again? Monday? Hello? Like, we're, we're really doing this all we're over We're still again, doing this? Yeah. Uh, what do I have to do to get you to stop coming back? <laughs> what, what are we going to do to get Monday to just be like, you know what? I don't want this relationship to work. They don't appreciate me. And then it just pieces out forever. Happy Monday. How's everybody been? How's your time? How was your weekend? Uh... I didn't do anything. I started okay. uh, binging uh, Friday Night Lights on Netflix. Oh, ooh, solid show. Skip season. What season does it go nuts with? Oh, the, I'm not the skipping a season. Two or three. Don't say anything. That's no. Oh, you've never seen it. I've never seen it. Travis, Friday Night Lights is your entire personality. <laughs> it's like you've seen Travis. Varsity Blues. You've definitely seen the movie Friday Night Lights. Yeah, when it came out. Okay, you, you, I, in my head, you've seen the show. You've seen the, you've seen uh, the replacements. You've watched every football movie that there is. You've watched every sports movie that there is. You've never seen Friday Night Lights. Nope. Wow. Well, good Tra for you. I'm, I haven't seen it either, Travis. And I was thinking about starting it, so maybe we can Netflix party <gasps> and watch together. Wow. Oh, there you go. You better hurry up. I'm <laughs> on like, episode thirteen. Oh, catch up. Oh, so that was shut down really Well, now quick. we get to see wow. if Nathan's going to try to catch up or <laughs> if he's try. just like, I don't want to watch Friday Night Lights with Travis that badly. He's got a chance to catch up because I forgot that the challenge starts tonight. So on Mondays, I have It does? Yeah. I was going to tell you. I was going to bring it up later. What's but yeah. the new season? Uh, I don't know the details, but I know that there's a bunch of like people from different survivors. Like there's a few from Survivor in the US, but then there's a bunch of other Whoa, that's a that is an intersection of Travis's interests. Yeah, you must I'm be stoked. very excited. So I have below deck, the challenge and Bachelorette. Like I had to move below deck. I had to record like the second airing of it because my DVR was on overload. My goodness, isn't Bachelorette wow. over? Didn't she pick? What a time! No, for you. She, she's down to the final 
three now, but I think this might be the final episode or second to last. They Things make crazy it last seven week. hours and they stretch it out oh, over it's too, too many long. weeks. It's way too it's, long. That's when I stopped where I was like, I cannot invest three it's not hours like I have anything else going into- on. Yeah, but it still just makes me feel worse about wasting time. I'd much rather waste time on something that could eventually, in my career, be like, oh, well, when I was watching The Sopranos, the way they did that with that is a smart way to... If you're watching three hours of a woman you'll never meet, pick a man she's probably not really going to stay married to for forever, you're putting more time into the relationship than they are. It just doesn't make sense. Uh, the challenge is called Spies, Lies, and Allies. You know what? Last year they leaned a little heavy into the spy words and theme. So I, I don't love that. I'm going to just be honest. But I bet it's going to be great and I'll watch all of it. Tonight is a sneak uh, peek episode, actually. Wednesday is the official. Oh, so you don't even need to worry about it, Travis. I know you sounded like you felt very overwhelmed by all the I did. That you I, had this actually like... Yeah. <laughs> This lets Take, the lets you off yeah, the hook. I can yeah, be stress free now. a little now. bit of the pressure off. You got an extra. So a sneak peek episode is just we're airing the episode early so that we can combine ratings into two nights of an airing instead of one. Yes, it's like it's, a giant trailer, right? It's definitely no. It's definitely the episode. I think they did this with the when they brought the real world back, when they did the reunion show. They were like, oh, we're gonna air the episode, but pretend it's a preview. Bachelorette will get my attention first because I have to avoid tw- I have to avoid so Twitter. Much. Then if I just I don't. can't ever get into it. I've tried. I've tried to get long. into. That's okay. It's I'm not forcing much. you to. If you can't have a three-hour conversation with your significant other, then don't watch three hours of two other people dating each other having a conversation. I do That's... think you should get into the challenge, though, Christina. Just saying. Yeah, Christina, that'll be worth your time. I think. Can you hear my air conditioning that just went off? No. Nope. Okay. Good. Right. Is that your uh-huh. is that your way to like try to get away from watching the challenges? Yeah. No, I just aren't there like twenty seasons or something? Isn't it crazy how many seasons there are? Yeah, you don't have to go all the way back. I would not recommend that. Even I only where went should back I to start? Like should I just start uh, you, brand new? Right you could now? just start now and then decide if it's something that you like, and then you can have you know go to sleep knowing that there's a plethora of content to await you when you awake. Well, it but like see if you like if it. I start, start with a new now. season. Yeah, you you won't know who the people are, but you can figure out the roles yeah, they pr- play. And you have Katie and I. Yeah, just okay, infinite. Cool. It, it, we're basically uh, encyclopedias of knowledge. <laughs> so it starts when when it comes to the it. challenge. Yeah, yeah. such yeah. a DVR. Or you okay. can watch a sneak preview. Hard knocks uh, comes on oh tomorrow God. night. I Hard forgot, Nathan. Thank one. you. Yep. Dallas Cowboys. Nathan's like, yeah, remember sports, the thing that I wanted to work in, and they put me on this <laughs> podcast. Uh, can we talk about those a little? All right. Who's Hard Knocks? Sports, what's that? Cowboys. Cowboys. Uh, Easy. Uh, yeah, The my uh is I don't think they're going to let us see anything. Oh, I think they will because that's Jerry Jones is all about publicity. That's a oh, protected yeah. franchise. It's yeah, not like it's the not, Patriots. He's about publicity. He's not about truth telling to the media. He's not about like transparency. He's not going to air out his dirty laundry. Yeah, he's about yeah. publicity, which is exactly what I'm saying. They're going to put on a shiny front for us. There are offices where they practice where you can watch the team practice from office spaces that people use. Like this team okay. is all about. It's all about what? Whatever gives them the most publicity, so they're going to show it. They're going. You're going to get more there. Jerry loves no, to talk. You're talk. You're thinking that that show is about football still, instead of realizing that it's about the business of football and being able yeah. to watch the stuff that happens off of the field. So yeah, maybe the offices overlook the field, but are the offices glass walls? No, 
they don't there's no yeah, transparency do. on that side of it so that's not going to be as interesting i don't think but you go ahead and ride and die for the yeah the, the patriots would be terribly uninteresting on hard knocks because you're not going to see any of the drama you want a team that's got a, a mess of a front office. And there was a there was a <laughs> there was a fight at practice between them and the Rams and Aaron Don, Aaron Donald. So mm. Aaron Donald, I said. Donald, yeah, I was like, where I? are we going with this? Did Aaron and Sam? They they, they became one. Yeah. Well, even if they don't show us the real drama, HBO will figure out a way to make drama and you know mm. make it exciting. You know who who produces Hard Knocks? Who? The NFL. Oh. It on Way to just. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. First, he wants this saying, podcast to be about sports. Uh, now you follow the money. Here. Follow the money. <laughs> uh, you know what the highlight of my weekend was, and I'm not being sarcastic, and I actually don't feel guilty about it at all. The highlight of my weekend was last night. I got up out of bed. Shout out! I went out into the living room and I said, "You know what I'd kill for right now?" Dan said, "What?" And I was like, "Uh." A Dairy Queen vanilla cone dipped in cherry. And he was like, I've been thinking Mm. about a blizzard for, uh, he's like, for two weeks. And I was like, I can get us a zip car. And he was like, there's one three miles away. And I was like, oh, my God, we're doing this. So we rented a car and drove to a Dairy Queen and sat in it and ate uh, exactly (laughs) what we wanted. And then we drove back. What kind of blizzard did he get? Uh, he got the, they're doing like a Reese's Overload something special. The commercial, the one that's I in saw the a commercial, commercial for it yesterday. And then yeah. I drove past the Dairy Queen today, but it was closed. And I was going to make a quick detour and Man, pull up. I, Dairy Queen is something I so associate with suburbia just because of my personal experience is that like you could always drive to it after softball practice or like after dance class. And then you drive home. But living where I don't have a car and where everything's like you take the subway or a train or a Uber I'm just like, you can't Uber to a Dairy Queen. What do you do? Stand yeah, outside no, the car and so eat awkward. it? Get I'm like, this is so weird. So it was such like an old school comfort thing for me to get into a car, drive to a Dairy Queen. It was lovely. We had a blast. It was like you're 17 and went on a date with Dan. I know. It's also when you consider that the majority of Dan and I's relationship has happened in a pandemic. It was like one of our, it was like a date. It was, really it was, cute. it was an actual out of we the We went out date. on a date. It was really cute <laughs> and it made me very happy. You left Merle so at home. Yep, we did. Well, Dan was like, what yeah, are we going to do with Myrtle? At home. I'm like, Dan, we're going to be gone for an hour. She'll be totally fine. Uh, but yeah, it was that was the highlight of my weekend. That's what I have to share. Anyone do anything more interesting? Christina, what would you get into? Um, I didn't really do much, but on Friday night, I went out to dinner with my boyfriend and his parents for his birthday. His birthday was last Wednesday. Oh, happy so birthday to him. We, um, he, so what's funny is, and I've, I'm slowly learning because we um, – we obviously started dating right before the pandemic, just like you and Dan. And so we haven't had much else, like much to do outside of our apartment and just like family gatherings. And so the more we eat out at restaurants and go out and celebrate things, I'm learning like more about him and our relationship. So I've noticed he doesn't like celebrating birthdays. I hmm. love celebrating other people's birthdays. I don't, I could care less about mine, but other people's birthdays. I want to get you all the gifts. I want to, the second you open your eyes, I'm singing happy birthday to you. Like I'm celebrating you all freaking day. And he hates it. He doesn't like attention. He doesn't like gifts. And I'm like, well, this is me and I'm giving you all of it. So all day it was like birthday extravaganza for him. I got balloons for the apartment. I was like 
every time I saw him was like, happy birthday. And he hated it. But um, we took him out to dinner. And once we got home, I had been waiting all day for his birthday present to get delivered. And I was really annoyed that it wasn't delivered on his birthday. So I didn't want to say what it was last week because I knew that he would listen. I didn't want him to hear what it was before he actually got it. Um, I got him an LED sign that's like um, two of them. One is Jameson Irish whiskey because that's his family's like favorite shot to take because they're very Irish. But then I also got him a Jets one. And what was funny was the guy I was getting the signs through because they were custom made. Um, when I said I wanted a Jets one, he said, are you sure? <laughs> and I, said, <laughs> I said, um, well, unfortunately. it's my boyfriend's favorite team. So yes, unfortunately. Yeah, but are you sure he I wants people one. to know would be my well, follow-up so question. Like, you can like, love the team. You don't have to yeah. brag about it. He was like, still, are you yeah. sure? That's so I'm funny. like, unfortunately. So I gave it to my boyfriend. He was like, oh, this is the coolest thing. Like he was actually really excited about it. And he was like, how, where'd you find this Jets one? Like, I feel like nobody would make it. I was like, well, funny story. And he was like, well, watch this season. We're going to turn it around. Oh, I was boy. Like, all right, oh, that's all right, so sweet. Right. Tell him his birthday's over. So, and he can't uh, have everything yes, exactly. So I was like, all right, your birthday day is over. We're done talking about that now. Anyway, moving I mean, they've on. got a good coach. But, so who's to say? But, I mean, who knows? They have a new quarterback, new coach. Well, that's who knows? very sweet. Happy birthday to him. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. Happy Aww. birthday to him. Oh, she's so cute. When you talk about your boyfriend. Yeah, he's a cutie. All right, moving on from that. Um, okay. Nathan, what'd you do? Uh, not much. <laughs> I, I watched Karate Kid over the the whole weekend. Three days, I watched Karate Kid. Wait. Like I felt, you, I started, did you stretch out the one movie over no, three days? No, the show. Yes, yes. No, no, the, the movie, Karate Kid. Wait. <laughs> Sorry. I'm sorry, 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 sorry. I was I thought you meant Cobra Kai. I thought you meant like you watched the show. Yeah, Travis is doing every universal sign for timeout right now. Well, I saw Friday night. Yep. Fell asleep. How long in to it did you fall asleep? Like twenty minutes. Jeez Louise. And then I restarted it on Saturday. Saturday's a new day. So what'd you do? I was like, let's do it. I can finish it tonight. Fell asleep again. How far in? Uh, I got like halfway. I think he, uh, what was happening when I fell asleep? Like maybe took on, took, uh, the girl on, on like a, their first date. Not yeah, very don't far. Spoil it. Jeez. Oh, sorry. So sorry. then the next, so Sunday <laughs> you were like, here we go. Last chance. Hey, we're we're going to wrap this thing up. Yep. Last chance went for it and I finished it during the day. On uh, Sunday, nice. did you start it at the beginning and go all the way through or you skipped to halfway and no, I, I was it. starting at where I left off. Okay. Yeah. Nathan, I watched I like 13 that. episodes of Friday Night Lights this weekend. Yeah, you watched one movie. <laughs> There's no way you catch up to you me on Friday Night Lights. I'm going to catch up to you. I've watched the entire first season of In Treatment, which is my way of, uh, it's like a little appetizer before I actually go to therapy. I watch other people go to therapy on a fictional television show. And then I'm like, I'll get there soon. We'll be ready. That, that, that'll soon. be me, maybe. Possibly. Yeah, that's, I Hopefully. can see myself do it. Now that I understand the beats more fully, uh, I'm just putting it off. That's what we're doing. All right, but you watched one movie. God, anybody listening to this podcast is like, they just said, what'd you do this weekend? And one of them watched one movie. One of them went to Dairy Queen. <laughs> and the other one had a birthday. And that guy just watched a show that I already Riveting. assumed he had seen. So that's why you listen, folks. And that's why... I that's why I say uh, we're imaginary friends, listeners and us, because I have to imagine that someone somewhere is enjoying this. But I apologize because I 
doesn't seem easy to love. Today on the podcast, Travis watched rhythmic gymnastics. We're going to do a lot more other stuff, but I do have to be honest, that's what I'm looking forward to the most, is discussing a sport, perhaps the only sport that I, an underqualified person to speak on sports, is maybe the most qualified to, one of the more qualified to speak on. Let's put it that way. Even that, I'm like, yeah, I don't know. The rules have changed a lot since I was a kid. But we're going to talk about rhythmic gymnastics and also all the other Olympic stuff because those are done now. And then in the second half of the podcast, we'll talk about all the other sports stuff like, uh, what's down there? I put Michael Thomas down there if you felt coffee like talking about it. Coffee? Coffee. I didn't see anything about coffee, but I don't know what that has to do with sports. Stay tuned. I guess we'll find out. Stay tuned. I mean, (laughs) you think he'd understand a tease by now, but I think we'll get there eventually. Uh, Before we get to all of that, and there's more than what I said, so just stick around. Uh, Today's podcast is brought to you by Quip. Travis, how do you want me to tell the people about Quip? Well, in honor of the Olympics, as if you were Nastia Lucan. Oh, in honor of the Olympics and rhythmic gymnastics, because they had her calling the final, although she is an artistic gymnast, but fine, I guess. <clears throat> Nastia Lukin. Brush, floss, chew gum. Gum is the unsung hero when it comes to better oral health. The American Dental Association recommends chewing sugar free gum for 20 minutes after meals you know it was only a few short years ago that quip reinvented the toothbrush for the modern age they've done it again this time for chewing gum well they've launched a new gum that's actually good for your oral health the slim travel ready dispenser packs it packs and protects up to 10 gum pieces at a time and it fits in just about any purse or pocket for on the go and in a world where we all need to be extra safe and hygienic the quick release button means you can still share with friends no wrappers hands or hassles In addition to gum packs, Quip also delivers fresh brush head, floss, and toothpaste refills every three months from $5. Shipping is free, so you can save money and skip the misery of in-store shopping. Spread good oral health habits this season and join the over 5 million mouths already using Quip. Get chewing for less than $2 per gum pack. And if you go to getquip.com slash Nolan right now, you can get a free plastic dispenser with any refill plan. That's a free dispenser at getquip.com slash Nolan. Spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash Nolan. Quip, the good habits company. 
Zero deductions. I listened to so much Nastia Lukin <laughs> that I feel like you could play that quip ad read for Nastia Lukin and she'd be like, I do be like that sometimes. Could you I do the do entire it. pod as Nastia if you had yes, to? Yes, I, but I wouldn't do that. Please don't. I wouldn't. Some of those pauses between words, you're like, what? Just say the next. Just say the next <laughs> word. Uh, we won the Olympics, right? That's how it works. We yeah. won the Olympics. United States, yep. USA, Champions. USA. We had 39 golds and 113 total medals. China, who came in second, sorry to them, 38 golds. I need to wear my glasses for this, Doc. Yeah, this and, is uh, so tiny. 88 total medals. So we owned you. We just went in there and we smoked everybody. 113, baby. Is that good? Did we do good? Champions. Sure. When's first the last we didn't time do we bad. came in first in an Olympics? Huh? I said, when's the last time we came in first in the Olympics? In 2016. Oh. The, the last time. <laughs> well, that's, uh, well, there was an we got a bit of a We got that. a bit of a sports there dynasty a, going. There was a Winter Olympics between that, wasn't there? Yeah, I don't know about that one. That one doesn't really count as much. What? Huh? How, who's to say? Is that a real that opinion? Was... Is that a common take that people think that uh, Summer Olympics are more Olympics than the Winter Olympics? Yeah. Okay. The more inclusive. Is, is that actually... What does okay, that mean? I feel the more you talk and the fact that you're kind of smiling, I don't know if you're being serious or if this no, is I'm being just dead your serious. own take. Well, you've got to assume, didn't the Olympics... There's less countries that compete in the the Winter Olympics and the I sports. you're it, Googling this. Norway. Uh, it, I mean, Norway finished first with 39 total medals. I mean, they do. Tell me how that's... Good for them, though. That's the point yeah, of the Olympics. 39. If you're really good at the winter, you should crush at that. And they do. 39 would give you seventh place. Okay. We came in fourth. It's the Winter Olympics. It's not as inclusive. There's less events. Inclusive? What do you even mean? Because all these events, like, you need snow and ice and different things to compete. Track and field. Boom, run, throw, gymnastics. Like, you can do these sports. Basketball, soccer. Okay. I, I don't... The views of Travis Rockhold do not reflect the views of the sports <laughs> podcast or the union or ESPN. Um, so Travis feels like the Winter Olympics don't count. Okay. It's like so the JV won- game before the varsity just, game. They're All like right. next You're month. just digging Honestly, that hole. <laughs> Beijing is like in six months. It's very soon. This Olympic thing of us skipping a year, I think we're going to underestimate. It's like we were walking and then we tripped and then we ran for a little bit and then we're going to go back to walking. And I think that that's going to throw us off. A Can little you imagine being rhythm. NBC? They're like, whew, just got through that time for, oh, wait, Winter Olympics. Let's go. Well, didn't they just unload a bunch of their sports rights anyway? So they have, they, they do have I don't know. space but to focus it's okay. on it. The JV so. game, will it'll come around. Oh, my goodness. We've got a, a great roster of talent for it. Look, I'm ready for the Olympics again. I feel like a, a couple years ago and maybe even like five minutes ago, if you had made a convincing argument to me that the Olympics should go away forever, I'd be like, absolutely. Economically and just globally and what it does to it just, yes, sure. Maybe we should have four 
four permanent venues across the world and rotate between them so we stop building all these new stadiums that then just go to ruin when the Olympics are over. Totally. But then at the same time, if you were to tell me that now we should go to an Olympics every year, I would also be like, yeah, I would love that. <laughs> I love the Olympics. Like, I'm so I, torn between get rid of it forever or yeah, let's play it all the time. should never be done ever again. <laughs> It's a humanitarian crisis, but I also love, I think they rule. So I don't know what to do with that, but, you know, I guess I'll just look at my iPhone and feel like, oh, you have to feel that way about everything. Everything that you love also sucks for a reason. So anyway, let's talk about the Olympics since it's going to be our last chance to do so for a month or two. Um, Men's basketball. Because you have to always start there, don't you? No, women's basketball. The women's basketball team won their seventh consecutive gold medal. Shout outs. We've got to shout out Brianna Stewart, who has an insane resume, Stewie. Four-time NCAA champ. Four-time NCAA tournament MOP. Uh, Three-time NCAA National Player of the Year. Three-time All-American. WNBA Rookie of the Year. WNBA MVP. Two-time WNBA champ. Two-time WNBA Finals MVP, three-time WNBA All-Star, two-time WNBA First Team, EuroLeague Champ, MVP Finals MVP, and two-time gold medalist. Did you get out of breath reading all of that? I mean, because- I what's, cr- to what's do crazy? Sue Birds. I was going to say, what's Birds crazy is, is that's like not even the best one. Long. Sue Bird is the greatest athlete of all time. The, watching the women's basketball team, and I'll be honest, I was uh, watching rhythmic gymnastics, so I had it on the other TV, but I wasn't giving it my full attention because I knew they were going to ra- run away with the game, which they did. But watching uh, the joy afterwards, watching them celebrate uh, was great. It was just, there's so much happiness. And you could tell they worked so hard for it, and they got it, and I loved it. And shout out Don Staley, the first black head coach of the U.S. Olympic women's basketball team. Seventh consecutive gold, impressive across the board, women's basketball. The boys also won, right? Yeah, they were also there. Uh, they beat, uh, who they beat France, right, in the final? 87-82, a game that looks closer on paper than it felt when you watched it. Um, but after they had lost, you know, in the exhibition games, uh, they lost to Nigeria. They lost to Australia. People were upset. Then they got to the Olympics. They lost to France and people were upset again. Um, people were like, does USA basketball suck? Are they the worst? Uh, the answer of course always was no, um, but is now a, you know, resounding no. Uh, They do not suck. They are not the worst. But Kevin Durant, believe it or not, is holding a grudge. Kevin Durant and Draymond Green, believe it or not, are upset about what the people had to say and they're not letting it go. Raise your hands if you are surprised by that. Great. I'm not surprised, but I love how Katie just came out and was like on camera, IG Live or whatever it was, saying it instead of just tweeting it. From like a burner count. Kevin Durant is a study in evolution, right? Because he's you. He started out as a guy with burner accounts who would log onto the (laughs) internet and just yell at people and defend himself from the behind a mask. And then one day, well, he got called out for it. People knew he was doing it. They called him sensitive. Yada yada. I think he stopped. And then all of a sudden, he just was like, you know what? 
mask off and then just started tweeting it from his own account and then now is just like found I hope some sort of peace in just saying what he thinks and being like yeah I don't care I don't know if that's necessarily how he feels it's important for us to remember that what people present on social media is not exactly always representative of how they feel behind closed doors but I do think that Katie is this argument that like he went from having to log on to say it anonymously to saying it on camera now of like, yes, what I think. And I think that's a great lesson. I also think that some people do the opposite of that, where they just log in and say things and they don't consider that they don't need to be said. But that's a different argument. And this one, I support Kevin Durant and his evolution online. And I think these players had a right to the amount of hate that they were getting while some of it was legitimate I think they had a right to come out and call out the people that were doubting him and saying they're fourth best. Well, not just the people, Travis, not just the people, which is a vague and generic term referring to anybody who said anything bad about the U.S. basketball team. But Draymond Green specifically (laughs) said, quote, Kendrick Perkins, you talk a lot of a lot of act like you're American. That is the greatest line ever. <laughs> Travis has punched the air in excitement. He very much loves Travis it. Travis could not be more excited. Uh, he went on he, to say in his post-game press conference, Draymond Green, quote, you turn on American Sports Talk TV and you got guys like Kendrick Perkins, you know, doubting us. Somebody needs to teach these people some loyalty. How about you cheer for your country? But then when guys don't play, oh, you need to go represent the country. And then you lose, hit a little bump in the road, and everybody's, oh, everybody's caught America. You're an American, too. Act like it. Do your job. You know, I do some media stuff. I understand your job. But when you talk about a special group, you better be sure you're right. And a lot of people got it wrong. And trust me, I'll be posting those guys. I'll be posting everybody (laughs) I found who said something. No one holds people accountable anymore, but I will. So this is like a, I'm with you, Draymond, on some of it. But it also feels like, you know, when somebody's finally feels like they're right or like they have ground to stand on. And so yeah, now he's stand, on like a revenge tour. They stand on the ground and then they go a little too, they take it a little, and you're like, well, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> like, uh, like, where's your loyalty to the, I mean, you're talking to an industry, sports media, that for so long was told they could not have a rooting interest. I understand that in the Olympics in your United States, you are rooting for the United States, but there is a weird I don't know. Sports media does still sometimes try to pretend it isn't biased in a way. So also Kendrick Perkins was never rooting against them. He was just giving his, his stance and his take on the team. That doesn't mean that he wasn't rooting. That's the one I think where Draymond's wrong, but man, I love Draymond. Yeah. This is, that doesn't surprise me. I don't know why I sounded surprised. You seem like the kind of guy who would, you know, maybe punch an opposing player in the groin by accident during no. the basketball game. All I know is he said you're an American too, and I love it. Yeah, he did say that. Uh, look, the men's basketball team is also very good. I mean, they're not as good as the women's basketball team, but Kevin Durant, there's an argument to be made that he's our great, greatest Olympic basketball player of all time. So that's where I just I can't buy into. What? Most accomplished and yeah, greatest. you just think Dream Team had a, a better shine. No, well, I just think LeBron and Kobe were on the Olympics, and they're better than I'll take those two over KD. Michael Jordan was on the yeah, Olympics. Yeah, but in terms like, of on your Olympic, Kevin Durant has like been. 
I don't want to say faithful to the Olympics, but it is the first word that popped into my mind. He, he, I think Kevin Durant just purely loves basketball, and I think that's a joyful thing. He genuinely just loves playing basketball well, which is cool. You I agree. don't have to, not everybody I think does. You don't have to, but I love that about Kevin Durant. I do think it's fair to say that the world hasn't caught up to American basketball, but the world is catching up. I mean, yeah. not even, it's not just basketball. You watch other sports in the Olympics and you see all of these other sports out there and countries being more successful. And well, cause they're just thing, banging though. threes. There was a, the game against Australia. I think like the, I think the United States missed the game right before the game against France was Australia. Right. And I think the United States missed their first like 10 threes. And it was like, Oh, this is going to be, and, but they figured it out because they, they do. And cause you know, Greg Popovich is no scrub. Uh, but yeah, I think it's just the, these other countries are, are all focused on, you know, when they, if you can take down America. So that's like, they can, they also play together a lot more than the United States teams do. Um, many of them. So I don't know. I think it's interesting. Olympic basketball is interesting to me. It also feels weird. The timing of it right now, like free agency happened while they're there. And then now they're going to come and now summer league is starting and it just felt weird to me that we went from like the finals to Olympic basketball. It's just like basketball yeah. isn't taking a break yet. Literally three of the guys went from NBA finals Crazy. two days later, jumping on a plane and flying to Tokyo. Crazy. A plane they didn't want to be on together. Well, well, I bet Chris and Drew were all, were all for being on a plane with Devin. I don't think Devin wanted to be on the plane with them. Hmm. So they won and they're upset. Well, they're not upset, but they're coming for you. Did we say anything bad about them? I don't remember. No, we said that we love them and support them. And so, you know what? I think Draymond should also make sure on his little revenge tour that he shouts out the people who who were American, who remembered <laughs> they too were American and they acted like it. That's a good point. He's been doing a lot of quote tweeting of people that were critical. He should go find some tweets where people Retweet were defending. a couple compliments, you know? Act like you're American. <laughs> uh, what else? The, the Allison Felix made history. She won her 11th Olympic medal in the 4x400 final. Um, she's passed. Uh, what's his face now, right? Carl Lewis. What's his face? Carl Lewis. That's just the most disrespectful thing I've ever said in my life. Uh, Act Carl American, Lewis. Katie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so she's now surpassed Carl Lewis as the most decorated Olympian in American history. Which his is... name is literally in the doc. Yeah. No, yeah. I just was trying to do it from my memory because my memory's so good. I was just testing it out. Uh, I like the the final bullet that you put in the doc there, Travis. It was an incredible race for Team USA. That's very helpful knowledge. Listen, sometimes you know, I just copy and paste, but then I was reading about her story, you know, giving birth and almost just the, the trouble that she went through there. You know, she had her baby at 32 weeks emergency, like all the different things that she's like done and gone through just makes her even more of an amazing person to accomplish the things that she's done. Yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, not a lot of people knew her story and, you know, how, like all of the complications that came with her pregnancy and giving birth. Um, and I actually I saw a picture the other day. She tweeted it out um, where she's with her daughter and her daughter's wearing a T-shirt that says, uh, my mom's faster than your mom. <laughs> I was like, that's so cute. That's but, the um, thing I've ever heard. You know, I. Life. Allison Felix is incredible. And I think, you know, when you I was also reading like more about 
where she came from and what she's gone through. And she's been very methodical with how she came back to running. I know she cut ties with certain sponsors who I won't name who um, were kind of forcing her. Nike wanted to cut her contract by 70% yeah. after uh, she well, had her child. Travis she is pulling yeah, a, dream, a Draymond and coming for you. But um, yeah, they, they wanted to us. cut her. Yeah, they wanted to cut her contract because they wanted her to go back faster than she was ready to. And she was like, I almost died having a baby. I'm mm-hmm. going to take my time. Thank you. Mm. And so, I, you know, good for her. She came back. She crushed it. Good for her. Yeah. What else? Olympic marathon or Molly? How do you? Is it Seidel? Sure. Molly, sure. Molly Seidel asked her family American to there. have a beer for her uh, after she won bronze. So uh, when's the last time? This was this woman's third ever marathon that she'd ever run. Wait, in her hold life. up. What? I was doing some reading on her. <laughs> she ran uh, track at Notre Dame, but she did like the 10K and that stuff and. This legitimately was like her third ever. She did the she ran her first was when she qualified for the Olympics. Then she did Can the London imagine? Marathon. That's nuts. Uh, I, that doesn't make any sense to me. I don't understand that. No. Like I was no. trying to read. Like Just, I'm no. guessing she's probably ran a marathon here or there, like for fun, but like for like legitimate marathons. Who, the, who runs a marathon? Had the Olympics fun. not been postponed, her second marathon actually would have been the Olympics, but. Because it was postponed, oh, she ran in the uh, London. She's like, I should probably squeeze another one in. That's insanity. Can you imagine your first ever marathon? You qualify for the no, Olympics? No, Christine, I'll tell you right now, no. I can't imagine even running a marathon. I, I can't, can't imagine. Even imagine I got tired mile. watching her run a marathon. <laughs> yeah, I. that's... She finished in 227.36. Oh but talk about another that's person incredible. that her story, I was went down a rabbit hole um, with her and she went on like a friend has a podcast. She went on. It was talking about how she dealt with like eating disorders, which made she lose weight, which weakened her bones. And she's dealing with like OCD and like all these different things that she's like bad and battling with. And for her to go through that and then run the marathon and her third ever win a bronze is just absolutely insane. And then afterwards when she was, you know, the NBC set up a lot of cameras with the families, and afterwards she told her family to pre- please drink a beer, which is just and amazing. I love that. I love but she's that from Wisconsin. I, I love it. Yeah, of course. I love it because a lot of those uh, talkbacks with families were awkward. I don't know if we're supposed yeah. to say that, but there was a lot of like delay, which look, I understand. I hate any live hit where there's a delay because there's just that awkward, like, thank you, bye, okay, bye. Uh, it's weird, but the, a couple of those family ones were like, why are we still trying to do they this? They were really it's tough. They were translating tough. properly. <laughs> the problem was early on, they didn't tell the competitors that they were, so they surprised them, but then the competitors didn't know that they could like talk to them. Yeah, and, there was like and, confusion about who could hear who. There was a lot of waving and smiling with the anchors dropping out, waiting for them to talk and it just being like, it was very, it was weird. It was weird and I get it, but it, I'm, I was grateful for this moment where it's like, that's what was supposed to happen. Drink yeah. a beer for me. Very cute. Very in funny. that one, like, you get like the feeling. A lot of the family videos, you get like a feeling in your stomach. You know, like when you're about to cry. Yes. Yes. I got those for a couple. You can like, say it, yeah. Nathan. You cry. Yeah, you can say. Called, no, I didn't. It's cry. called secondhand embarrassment for those ones where I'm like, 
just say something, say something. But the and ones that were actually toss to the family, and you're like, oh no, oh no, oh no, please yeah, you're go like, no, well. no, no, it's no, very no, similar no. to the feeling I used to get when we would ask Regis a question he wasn't expecting on TV. <laughs> when something <laughs> would happen, where like a guest asked Regis Philbin something, and I was like, oh come on, Reg, you got this, you got this, you know this, just power through. Come on. But he always surprised me because he's Regis Philbin and he's very good at making television. Uh, 22736, just to reiterate. Third time ever running it, 22736. Content wise, without commercials, that's like three episodes of Below Deck. And I have done that without getting up from my bed. In that amount of time, this woman was able to run it. I'd give you a gold medal for that, Katie. Time. Thank you so much. Thank you. I wasn't going to say, but I do think I've been putting in work and I've earned it. I'd like to thank my team in the union and also Nathan. Would you like uh, to, you could ask me to drink a beer for you if you want to drink a beer wood. for me, Travis. Okay, I can do that. Thanks. Cause you're waiting for my permission. Uh, say, aren't you already drinking one? Volleyball, nope. women's volleyball won their first Olympic gold. Were you awake for this, Travis? No, it, the match didn't even start until 1230. I, I know. I, I watched it. I couldn't it. do it. I stayed up. Because I was me. about to, I was about to stop watching the Olympics for the night, and then I was like, "Wait, we've never won Olympic gold because uh, the U.S. women have won a lot of national competitions, but they've never won gold in the Olympics." And so I was like, "Well, I can't turn it off now," and so I didn't, and I watched it, and it was awesome. This was another one where like the people, the watch parties were cool because the watch parties were former players who were like really oh, that's you could feel it like really rooting for like come on we need this we deserve this go get the gold and just the their coach uh Karch, Karch Karai yeah he had been through some stuff didn't he have like cancer yeah and he didn't tell anybody because he didn't want it to like be about himself and the only reason he started to was he wanted to let to remind guys to you know go get colonoscopies when you're 50 55 and so on Wow. Yeah, it was a really awesome story. And I've said this before, but the people who do the the booth, like the play-by-play for women's volleyball is awesome. They're very interesting. And Karch is like one of the, I'd say one of the main figures in turning around U.S. volleyball. Like even when you're watching like the men's or the beach volleyball, the announcer is always referencing Karch. Like he's kind of like, I guess he's the leader of their union. Yeah, I guess he's their steward. <laughs> uh, he won gold as a player in 84 and 88, and then he won gold in beach volleyball in 96. Um, way before your time, Nathan. Uh, I don't think you were born yet. Oh, uh, no, I, wasn't, I wasn't born yet. What? In 86? 84, 88, and 96. Oh, I thought you said 86. I was like, no. <sighs> Nathan, um, you weren't born yet in 96, right? I don't nope. want to. Don't, don't answer that. Come on. <laughs> Sorry 96 was a good year. <laughs> 96 was a good year. I wasn't the even The year born before in... I won my junior Olympic gold. Don't Nathan, don't even say it. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't born in 1999. Okay. All right. Jesus. All right. We get it. You're not in the we union. That's get it. it. <laughs> you don't even know what a skincare routine is yet because your skin is still new. And I you're like, either. what's what could ever be wrong with this skin? I, I exfoliate. Yeah, but you don't wear <laughs> sunscreen. Sunscreen's a thing that you wear every day once you hit 30, just in case. Because no, you, you don't. don't. Yes, you're supposed to. Oh, I do. I put on tinted moisturizer with SPF every That's single right. morning. Super group. Shout out. Uh, so the U.S. won gold. That's great. We're excited for them. It was a really great story. Um, the team just seems like they click very well, uh, which is great. Rhythmic gymnastics. 
Hello. We're here. We've arrived. Oh, God. We've arrived. <laughs> so there was the qualifying rounds for group and individual, and then the finals, I believe, were Saturday or Friday night or Saturday. It doesn't, the timing is confusing. Uh, Travis, what did you watch? So I saw the group. You saw the replay of the group final yes. that I assume aired on NBC. Yesterday. The next, yeah, and it was like shortened. It yes. didn't have the whole thing. Uh, and so go ahead. What did, what were the thoughts? I was impressed. Were the, you? When they threw the hula hoops up and then it lands in like there a were person, hoops. Like, they're just hoops. Sorry. I'm sorry. They're just hoops. They're not hula hoops. <laughs> Travis will forever hoops. call them hula hoops. So when they throw the hoops in the air, when they throw the hula hoops in the air and like they come down and the person like will <laughs> flick their foot and kick it over and it, they keep it up and it bounces over to the other person. They grab it and like, I, trying to manage watching it is intense. Like I, mm-hmm. I couldn't grade it. There's too many things going on at once. They're throwing bowling pins in the air at some point. And clubs. I clubs. was impressed with the group. I, I, I watched the group for probably a good ten minutes. Ten minutes. Ten yes. whole minutes. I get it's not their fault. John Wick two was on also. So. <laughs> <laughs> Did they kill his dog it's again? It's not their fault. <laughs> or is he still mad about the first dog? No, he was brought back. It was two. He, he wanted out and person put in the little thing to pull him back in. They killed another he, dog? No, no, no. The, because he came back and then one of the the people that helped him get out the first time was now forcing him to get back in to kill his sister. No, I'm just going to say that he was still upset about that first dog. But, and that's fair. But rhythmic gymnastics was... It's a, the only thing is didn't know is they don't have to like submit the routine ahead of time mm-hmm. but yeah, they, they said, get judged on the difficulty of the team of the routine during the routine but they said that you kind of have to know they kind of then judges kind of know what it's going to be just because you have to know what to like watch for yeah but i'm shocked yeah, that they, they don't have to submit the routine yeah like, well, so, and i think what makes it interesting about that is that like if you know in the prelims Let's say, you know, Belarus is like, oh, this team has a more difficult routine. We need to up one of our skills. They can do that, um, which is in- interesting. I, Japan, watching Japan's, did you, did they show that in the replay? I didn't see Japan. Watching was, Japan's question, routine. Question, what was the yeah. routine? Because I, I saw something, but I don't know what it was, and I don't want to say what well it, so what, japan's routine I'm was saying. the hardest routine to watch i've ever seen in my life it was the it was hardest as the, in hardest for you to watch or hardest to do hard to watch uh, was it I'm with all there. of the red balls no so okay, this was no. hoop and club it was hula in the, hoop and the, club the, it's hula hoop and bowling pin <laughs> uh so you the apparatus, so this in this situation, there's five women on the floor. Three of them have a hula hoop, and uh, two of them have two, like a pair there's, of bowling there's pins. There's usually seven pieces of equipment out there, right? Depending. Uh, sometimes it'll be, if it's hoop and ball, then it's just five. It's five okay. hoops, three hoops and two balls. But it because clubs come in a pair... There's more. Gotcha. Um, and so that complicates things. But so at the beginning of the routine, the groups will leave around the, you'll see around the floor, out, out, around the mat outside of like the perimeter, you'll see extra pieces of equipment. And basically those are if your hoop gets away from you or the club bounces out of bounds, you're supposed to pick up the basically the penalty replacement uh, apparatus. Otherwise, you could be chasing a hula hoop <laughs> around a gym trying to get back on the floor. So what I think happens that's what it needs Japan, to be. 
What happened with Japan is that one of them missed an exchange. So a hoop was thrown in the air that they were supposed to catch and they missed the hoop. And they, I think at this point, she went to go get the replacement. Oh, no, no. So that happened first and the girl grabbed the replacement hoop. Then... So now on that side of the floor, there is no replacement hoop anymore. Uh-oh. But in your head, you may still think there's one there because there's a replacement hoop supposed to be over there. So then another exchange was missed. And the woman was closest to where the taken hoop was taken from. So she went to go get the hoop out of the formation and there was no hoop there. So then you see this moment that I was like, oh my God, where she was like, there's no hoop. And I would have to run across the mat to get the other hoop. So I'm just going to stand in formation and do the moves without a hoop. And then came the moment that she was supposed to toss the hoop she didn't have to another (laughs) person on the team. And that person looked over and realized a hoop was missing and had to run over and grab the extra hoop. And while this was happening, the rest of the team, you can imagine these exchanges are like hoops in the air all at once where one girl's throwing three hoops that are going to three different targets. And so when one person is a little off it's a mess when two people are scrambling to figure things out and the other three have to keep going my heart was in my throat I thought they were gonna just stop and be like we're we're done we're not doing the routine but they finished it and honestly I know this sounds like a but I was like good for you for finishing it because when you miss a step in a dance. I'm trying to think of what I can make this relatable to you, Travis, because I know the rhythm has never gotten you. But I feel like... So it's like when I thought I had one more beer left in the fridge and it was already gone. It's like if you're competing and everything is kind of sequential and all of a sudden you miss one, it's very difficult to pick because you can't pick up where you left off. You have to pick up where everybody else went ahead without you. So it's like you have to speed through the moves in your brain and try to figure out where you can jump back in. And the fact that they managed to do that. And yes, it was hard to watch and it certainly didn't score well. But the fact that they could still finish at the end of the music on time was like good for you guys but that's insanity i was so anxious for them it was like no 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 she doesn't have a hoop no what they need is a ball boy and a hoop boy well i'm sure that you know they re-examine their rules and their scoring after every olympics so i bet now's the time travis if you wanted to lobby it out there what's the governing body Uh, I'll, i'll tweet them the U.S. no, the I.O.G. I have no idea. Um, do you get? Is there credit for like how high a hula hoop is thrown in the air? No, but one crazy thing about it that I think doesn't get enough credit, but they did mention it on the broadcast this year, is the air traffic control of it all. Because if you have five, let's say, because like you said, Christina, the other thing that they had to compete in, it was either all five of them had ball, like a ball. That's or what I saw. Three had hoops and two had. pairs of clubs in that situation if five women are throwing a ball to another woman on the floor somewhere the thing you don't think about at elite competition but that happened all the time in the younger levels is those balls passing in the air at exactly the same height and bouncing into each other off of each other and off of the mat so it's like the thing it's crazy how rarely it happens given that it must be very difficult to throw mm, five Yeah, you have to hoops. coordinate how to Imagine throw you have five it so hoops that you're not constantly you have to colliding. throw them in the air across the... It's That's like why you, each... tell, you tell the two people, like, throw on your right side. 
Yeah, well, they communicate about how who's going to throw lower and who's going to throw higher. So you but don't necessarily get points for how high it goes, but you get the points in the sense that it gets over the other hoops and doesn't cause a collision. Speaking of throwing a ball, though, you posted a video of yourself doing rhythmic gymnastics There is with a ball. toss. There is a toss in that video, and it upsets I, me that you can't see it. Where was the toss? It's really small. I put tossed it into my own hand. Like, <laughs> it was quick like that. But there, it, it does go up in the... That is my first competition ever, which, if I may air out a family grievance I have at this moment, mm-hmm. it's the go only right video I have access to. I went through my family's... My family, like, digitized a lot of... I thought it was all of our home videos. The Nolan Library? The only... There's a video of my... Uh, what looks like my final competition, which I believe was in West Point. Uh, it... There's a video of the group before us that we've never met. Uh, we don't know. I don't know any of their names. I don't recognize Post it on Twitter and see if you faces. can find them. It was like my dad was just filming the competition. So the, the thought was there. He wanted to get more footage than we needed. Problem is he recorded over the footage we needed, uh, which was me. And so I don't have any video of me being good at rhythmic gymnastics. The only video I have is of my very first competition, which was pretty good for my very first mm. time dancing with a ball. I didn't drop it. You didn't throw it in the air. I, I gave it a little toss. You could have thrown it and did a little spin and caught it or something. You know how you something. can tell the, the footage they aired on uh, Highly Questionable? The way you can tell it's my first meet ever is I'm doing a very common thing with the hoop, which is you circle it. I'm d- showing them. I know you guys can't see, but you circle it around your hand. Like mm-hmm. that, uh, I'm so unused to that feeling and to motor skills in general, as I believe I'm five to seven years old. Uh, my other hand is out on the side, kind of doing the same thing because <laughs> I can't figure out how to do one thing with one hand and not with the other. And when I saw that clip, I was like, man, I was so uncoordinated as a human being to be coordinated enough to dance with a rope and a hoop and a ball shouts to me. So I'm sorry, Travis, that I didn't launch the ball into the air. But did you see the splits? Because that's I right. saw the splits. That's I hit impressive. the splits with no hesitation. I have a serious question. I Jokes aside do. about the hoop and the hula hoop. Is it basically like what's the difference between the hoop that you, they use and a hula hoop? I couldn't tell you. Well, it doesn't have stuff in the middle. It doesn't have the like balls in the. You know how when you do a hula hoop, it yeah. makes the like chick chick noise. It doesn't have that. Yeah, it has uh, like weeds we, or sand. But or could you could you use a hoop from rhythmic gymnastics and do a hula hoop with it? Yeah. Yes. Okay, Any I was just hoop. curious. You could use you could make a hoop out of wood and. That's do true. That. I was just Travis, curious what the, the honest difference is. Yeah. Well, we ordered ours from a. a uh, you know, a, supply, a reputable rhythmic gymnastics, yeah, rhythmic gymnastics dealer. Um, there's one in every county. The only, um, the only event I saw was a replay of, I think, and I could be very wrong, but I think it was Bulgaria who mm. won in the mm-hmm. like all around group, group all around. Yep, and they were all of them had just red balls. And I was so they did so... It's two. Yeah, they did. The, they did both routines, but then they compare. They like all around. So uh, they took okay. them both. Yeah, but yeah. Because yeah. I, I saw that routine where they were all just tossing red balls at each other. And it was the <laughs> most insane. Like, I just I don't understand the coordination. Mm. The you know, there are girls like that are just blindly throwing this thing behind their back, doing splits and flips and catching it. And how? how? And again, I will say how? The more fascinating thing about ball for me is when you learn that they are not allowed to grip it. 
So like wait, watching huh. that routine wait, every what? time they yeah, so wait, every what? time they would do like a layback, which is when you kick your leg up and you you bend backwards. Every time they do one of those and the ball, they have to like turn their hand so that the ball can rest. It's supposed to rest on your palm. What? You're that not makes me allowed even to more like, insane. Yeah. So You're not allowed to separate your fingers basically? Like goes, uh, yeah. You can like, you. that's why a lot of times when they do hold onto it, they hold it with their palms and put their fingers out. So you can see that it's being trapped between their two palms and they're not holding it hmm. like a ball. Wow. So the balance that's required for that is insane. I want to see Simone Biles take a hoop, chuck it up in the air, do a okay. bunch of little Biles well, things, are, and then catch it. Really disrespectful. That's incredibly disrespectful. I think you disrespectful of what? Like it the way that it. Something that they added this year, or maybe you know, just in any of the twenty years since I've done it, uh, is that they're allowed to pick each other up. We were not allowed to do that before. You weren't allowed to support the weight of a teammate on another teammate. So like they now do these huh. like, lifts, and I was like, oh, that's allowed now because that wasn't allowed before. But something else that happened that absolutely triggered me was in the individual competition, which they aired during the day on NBC because there was a huge controversy that we will get to in a second. But one of the women during the ribbon uh, exercise got a knot in her ribbon. Oh, not good at all. And man, when I tell you that's something that I haven't thought about in years, but the, the watching it happen to somebody is genuinely the definition of triggering. I was like, oh my God, I remember getting a knot in my ribbon during competition. It makes it so that all those little things they Swirly do, swirls. spirals, and well, they're called spirals, but the uh, it makes it so that, that your patterns don't stay tight and you can't do your, it's just a constant deduction. You get, you get points off on everything you do after that because there's a knot in your ribbon just and you can't execute. Stop real fast and undo it. Hmm? But then that you would stop real fast and undo it. Yep. You would just stand in the middle of the floor and untangle a knot. What sort of mental presence do you have? I would be so like, hold on, I almost got it. Holy, it would take me an hour to do. I would panic. Absolutely panic. Untying a knot with a bunch of people watching you. Uh uh. I've I've watched Survivor where they have to undo these knots all the time and they do get them done real fast. Anyway, what they do now, what the woman did now, was that she just swapped it out with the penalty ribbon and she took the penalty. But um, like just sit on the the side. the uh, the individual all around was controversial because there are yes. two. I mean, everything about this story is fascinating. There are two Russian twins. Uh, their names are Dina Avarina, and what's the other one? Alina. Arena. Arena Avarina and Dina Avarina. They were favorites to win. They people thought they would take gold and silver. They didn't. Uh, suckers the woman <laughs> suckers uh ashram what's her first name lenoy L- uh the woman from israel lenoy ashram uh won it was wild she had a great routine she dropped her ribbon uh which was when one of the avarina twins uh thought that she was going to be able to overtake her but she didn't and guess who wasn't happy about that the ceo of the roc um vladimir putin i guess Uh, everybody involved in russia which this group technically isn't right because they're not but they are i don't know how you're supposed to avoid that but okay so russia was mad about it what's interesting about this story they uh they did this thing where they uh went to what's they appealed it basically which you can do and happened way too much in the finals if we're being honest but the the judges reviewed 
<clears throat> I think all they can change when they review your score is your difficulty. So they can review and be like, did we miss something? And then they can increase it, but they can't decrease it, I also think is the case. Uh, and they were basically like, no, we nailed it. You were wrong. She lost by like 0.15 or maybe 0.015. Nope, 0.15. Uh, and so they did the review and they were like, nope, she won. And then right away, Russia was like, no. What's interesting about the story is all the different forms of social media used for different people from Russia to say that they had a problem with this. So <laughs> right after it happened, uh, Stanislav Poz Poznikov, uh, who's the ROC president, again, CEO of the ROC, we, we would like to have answers to a number of questions he wrote on his Instagram account. We will seek a thorough probe into the judging situation at the Olympics by the relevant technical committee. We will make every effort to ensure the transparency of this process and will make its results pub public. So then uh, Averina lashed out, I want to say on Twitter, but I could be wrong. Or maybe this is just a statement that she said. We'll get to Twitter in a second. I don't feel it was fair today and it was obvious uh, from the very first apparatus when I got a lower score. So I can't say that it was very fair. Uh, I can't spot any obvious mistake that I did. Uh, the ROC called it a an injustice on Twitter. The ROC posted a statement by Averina that read, in part, my conscience is clear. I still believe that I won. I don't know what that, I don't know what that's about. Uh, prominent Russian judges, uh, prominent Russians accused the judges of bias. Dina didn't lose. She won. But unfortunately, the judging was egregiously unjust. Uh, that's the president of Russian Rhythmic Gymnastics Federation who said that to RT, which is, isn't that just Russia TV? I don't know if that's what it stands for, but Probably. it stands for to me. Uh, the coach said it was simply a disgrace to Rhythmic Gymnastics. And then uh, a Russian foreign ministry spokeswoman, Maria Zakharova, fumed, accusing the judges of committing forgery in front of the whole world. Those who started the Russia-phobic war against the sport could not allow this victory, Zakharova said on messaging app Telegram. Uh, what's that? Hmm. Is Need that like a messaging app isn't social media? That's just like a text, right? Oh, so this Wait till Nick Saban and these coaches realize there's more apps out there to message people. They're going to get I, real confused. I think Mark Cuban is upset. Nobody posted anything on Cyberdust. <laughs> But anyway, shout out to Israel. This was a big win for them. Um, it, it was a, 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 she had an excellent performance. I'm a little nervous to speak on this because I'm assuming that Vladimir and other Russian oligarchs or whatever listen to this podcast. Well, but, but they're not Russia, so that's you're safe. It no, they could hack me. No, they're not. But this isn't Russia, right? It's the ROC, so that has nothing. Oh to yeah, do oh yeah. This isn't against Russia. No, no, no. Right. This is against the ROC. Nothing yeah. against you guys. Uh, it's it's funny that the country that had the biggest state sponsoring cheating scandal is upset about something that they probably shouldn't well, even be allowed to compete in. The, and to that, I'll say it actually isn't the country itself. Uh, it's again the ROC. So when we're talking about state sponsored. The ROC can't be legally. So it's, uh, I get it. They're like, look, if cheating's not allowed, stop doing it. I never understood how they can get, at the, judging any of these sports that are judged, it's like, ugh, you could put some real pressure on those people. How many judges judge each routine? A lot. For rhythmic gymnastics, for the because that was that was gonna be my my question is because there's so much going on. I feel with rhythmic gymnastics, you need like 
You need multiple people to off the top of my head. I would say fourteen. Angles. I was gonna say you need 14. like ten to fifteen, and then a, after each round, like you kind of need to talk. Like, hey, this is what I saw. What you so see? They each have an individual like thing to uh, watch jurisdiction. So it's like I'm looking for this, and then a lot of them there's pairs, so they'll they'll each watch for it and then compare to make sure. Yeah. I just feel like when you're putting people in charge of the scoring, that allows people to manipulate people. People are manipulatable. So whenever people it's are like like, a jury. mad at the judges, yeah, it's like, oh, can they contact those judges and hurt them? I hope not. I hope they have I just don't, I can't imagine wanting to be a judge for an Olympic event in an event that certain countries compete in or Olympic committees that represent certain countries because those countries aren't allowed to compete because of how mean they are and how seriously they take this. I just I can't mean, imagine. You had in uh, Belarus, they tried to remove a woman and now she was luckily able to cause a scene at the airport. Yeah, that and was, that story is seek wild. asylum. She's now auctioning off one of her medals to like help out other athletes. Is, like what is she as she wait, a what happened? Yeah. I had a funny feeling people might not know this story. This yeah, girl from Belarus. She was in her event and then she was put in a relay, which apparently she's never done before and posted on Instagram. Someone like sneakily came to her and they were like, you need to be you're going to be on this tomorrow or something like that. Wasn't didn't somebody visit her and tell her she had to run in this event? Yeah. And so she posted on Instagram that, you know, she was against this. And all of a sudden, the Belarus Olympic Committee was taken to the airport and she caused a scene at the airport to where. They tried to just the, put her on a plane. The authorities got involved in a couple countries. Then she was trying to get asylum and a couple countries reached out. And now she's going through the process of getting that. asylum. So she she spoke out on not wanting to run an event that she was told she and had that, to. And saying that the, the Belarus Olympic Committee slash, I'm guessing, government was forcing her to do something. And so then they tried to force her to get on a plane and go home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To which she caused a scene, and now she's in jail. Yeah, like that's what the crazy. No, I don't thing... think she's in jail. No, because she? she got asylum. She's in a. Uh, she caused a scene okay. at the airport, and people like she asked for help, and people helped her. Her name is Christina. Her name is Christina Semenuskaya. Uh, she's a Belarus splint- sprinter. She said her. Wow. She had talked to her grandmother, and her grandmother was like, "Do not come home. They're talking about you." It was in. Uh, she arrived in Poland. Uh, that's where she's seeking asylum, I believe. But um, you, you just don't realize, like, with some of these countries, how serious they take their sports and the pressure that these other athletes are under. Like, we look at it as, you know, our athletes going over there and they're enjoying it and having fun. And for a lot of them, it's, you know, it's even more pressure because it's life or death for some of them. Yeah, she said that men came to her hotel room and they said, you should say you have an injury or something and uh, get on the plane. And if you don't do that, uh, this was her then quote, then I can get some problem in my country, which is like, imagine people being like, you're going to say you're hurt and you're going to leave the Olympics with us tomorrow on a plane. And if you don't do this, there's going to be some real trouble waiting for you on the other side. Uh, That's terrifying. That is terrifying. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's just terrifying. Um, there, I saw this really interesting thread that I'd probably bet Travis won't find interesting at all. Uh, but it was, well, (laughs) I'm gonna, I feel really safe assuming it, but, uh, let's see, let me pull it up. 
So it was uh, from Sports Insider at Sports Insider. And it was basically based off of this interview uh, with Heath Thorpe. He's an Australian gymnast. And it was talking about how in men's gymnastics, Travis is already looking at his phone. In men's gymnastics, the men don't leap and aren't judged on the artistry of leaping. It's tumbling only, essentially. Wait, what? Uh, Okay. So modern men's, this is from the thread, modern men's gymnastics emerged in the late 18th and early 19th centuries to prepare men for soldiering. Women's gymnastics had a different agenda to prepare women for their roles as wives and mothers by teaching elegance, flexibility, and good posture. And so in men's gymnastics, the things that they receive credit for doing are about strength or balance. But there isn't a lot that they get credit for in terms of artistry which is, uh, you know, women's artistic gymnastics, a lot of it is leaping and... uh, Twirling and smiling. Uh, When the sport settled into its current form in 1952, the women were left with four events to the men's six. In early versions of the women's code of points, phrases such as harmonious flexibility and feminine grace appeared. Um, So like the stupid, like, I have to point my toes and smell after is where women get can lose points and men don't? Yeah, but I think mostly it's about leaps. It's not more as much about smiles, but it's the same vein. Of, what do you like, mean by women leaps, are expe- though? Like- so like jumping up in the air and doing splits. Uh, jumping up in the air and switching your legs from one split to a second. But it's called a switch leap. Or so basically for your floor routine? Yeah. Does that make gotcha. sense to you? Yeah, I'm just trying to... Um, so even on floor exercise where there is overlap, there are different demands for men and women. For example, Simone Biles has proven herself the equal to men in tumbling, but must also add dance and leaps on top of the acrobatic requirements. Oh, it's all that stupid stuff I hate. This is the stupid stuff. Yeah. It's, it's like oh, the stupid she, stuff. She just hate. did like eighteen quadruple backflips, but oh yeah, she has to roll around on the mat for ten seconds to hit that cult that specific thing that you have to do but you're taking the opposite stance of what i think he's trying to say which is if men were able to gain points for dancing and leaps how beautiful could the men's gymnastics be and so what Hmm. i thought was such an interesting point about this is that the implication is uh, and i believe this is something thorpe himself said is that influence in sports should be unidirectional so men should influence the way women do their sport. But women can't influence the way men do their sport. And he Thorpe is saying, if I watch Simone Biles and I see her do a gorgeous leap and I'm like, I want to be able to do a leap like that. Why does it, is it seen as negative if a man wants to imitate some of the aspects of the women's uh, game, I guess? Yeah, I'm, I'm, team, I'm team Heath here. Yeah, and so I just thought that was really interesting. That is I never interesting. Thought about it that way, and I think uh, it had started with I think the men were showing off uh, on Instagram like videos of the leaps that they could do, and people were like, "Isn't it crazy that if they do this in competition, they won't get any it would, credit?" It would also it. like allow another spot for it to the sport to grow, and someone can do more things and be better. Yeah, I like the idea of of I don't think I'd ever heard somebody say it so plainly that like we really don't let women's sport influence men's sport we always see it as like well the women are just trying to be like the men and that even just subconsciously that's a negative connotation to have with women's sports they're not trying to be the men men could learn something from the way the women do it not that it can go both ways 
the only thing I can think of is in the college game for basketball, the women have gone to quarters and the how the fouls are for going to the free throw line for team fouls. And everyone has said the past few years that the men should adopt what the women are doing, but that's about the extent of it going women yeah, to men. Yeah, it, it's are, like are women's sports it. are always viewed as you're learning and taking things from men's sports in order to better your sport. But it's never the other way around where men can't ever look at a women's sport and say, well, they do something really well. We should adopt that. It's always women are supposed to be modeled after whatever the men are doing. Hmm. So I support Heath and I think we all should because I know we all talk about gymnastics a lot. So it's one of those things with the Olympics. We're all talking about <laughs> gymnastics right now. So it's like, while we've got you, let's talk about this aspect of gymnastics. I'll agree on it and we'll move forward and let everybody know that today's podcast is brought to you by. And if you're not going to let the men do it, then the women shouldn't be judged on Having all that BS. It. Yeah, that's fair. If gymnastics is a sport where tumbling is all that matters, then let's make that universal. Pick a side. Yeah. yeah. Take a side. Nobody can be neutral. Okay, more news in a second, but today's podcast is also brought to you by BetterHelp. So, Travis, how would you like me to tell the people about BetterHelp? How are we going to follow up Nastia Lucan? Because that was Thanks pretty good. Thanks to a person on Reddit. Who? I, I don't know. They, they know who they are. Sure, that's the oh cop Oh, my out. God. They know who we mean. Uh, yeah. Ordering from Cheesecake Factory menu and can't decide what to get. Oh, commercial support for this podcast is provided by BetterHelp Online Therapy. That looks good. I could eat that. I think that's probably what I'll get. Oh, but wait, as we begin to see light at the end of the COVID tunnel, a lot of people are still feeling down and emotionally out of sorts. How many appetizers can you get before it's too many appetizers? Because could we get this as an appetizer? And then and then later I'll get, oh, but wait, what about this over here? You may not feel depressed or at a total loss, but you're feeling a little bit off or your relationships are suffering. That could be a sign that you should talk to somebody. But you could also, so online therapy could help. Maybe you get online therapy. Yep, we're going to get online therapy. Better help. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional therapy done securely online. But I do want a burger. So maybe if I just get, isn't there a page where they combine these into meals? Um, what was I saying? Fill out a questionnaire to help better help assess your needs and match you with your professional licensed therapist. You can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. You can schedule secure weekly video, phone, or even live chat appointments. Salads. I didn't even know they had salads here. There's a whole section on salads. You know, I read that their salads have a lot of calories in them. So it's almost just like eating a burger, which is what I do want to eat. Um, therapists have a broad range of expertise that may not be locally available in your area you can log into your account anytime to send a message to your therapist like if you need help making a decision like let's say you what to eat at this restaurant that has a 95 page menu uh better help is committed to great matches it's easy and free to change therapists if needed which would be nice here at cheesecake factory if i do order this burger and eventually later i realize once before the food comes back that i actually want cajun chicken littles maybe i just call the waiter over and they switch it out for me i don't think they'll do that but you know who would better help better help will do that with your therapist it's more convenient it's more affordable than in-person therapy financial aid is available and our listeners get 10 percent off their first month at betterhelp.com slash nolan excuse me what would you get what's your favorite thing on the menu you don't eat here okay um that's better h-e-l-p.com slash nolan i'm gonna get the pasta da vinci i get the same thing every time <laughs> 
are you freaking out about? Myrtle started licking the back of my laptop while that was I got hungry hearing about this food. I mean, Cajun chicken littles. Just I mean, who wouldn't? Hi, cutie. I'm going to do the second half of the podcast now, okay? Uh, Josh Allen. I mean, you thought this was like the lead story. Ah. You put this, you didn't put Michael Thomas in here, but you put that the Buffalo Bills signed quarterback Josh Allen to a six-year extension and the deal is worth $258 million with 150 guaranteed. A1 for sports that aren't Olympics. So my reason being, though, is at 345, his agent called and said it was basically done. If I'm Josh, like, bro. Don't call me till it's done. First of all. Yeah. You could have just waited a couple more hours. Second of all, it's not even done yet. So now, like, I got my hopes up, but it's like there's still could something could happen. Now it's 345. How am I supposed to go to sleep with you? Tell me that I'm going to have a hundred and was it 50 million guaranteed dollars? Like, come on, but like, I, I can't do this. Yeah, basically done is weird. If you're just wake me up at four when it's done, you're pregnant or you're not. Of, like, it's- yeah, well, that's a weird comparison to make, but uh, if I can just avoid that you said that. Um, it's like, don't call me to tell me that you just heard back from the guy you're waiting for a favor on, and you're like, I think it's going to happen. It's like, call me when the favors... Call me when the bills have the, signed it. Yeah, let me know when we've crossed the finish line. Unless, I mean, if we cross the finish line at 3.45 a.m. on a Friday, that's totally fine. Call yeah, just then. don't wake don't me up wait to tell me up. it'll be but a little yeah, bit longer. Definitely, yeah. Don't wake me up to be like, we got to wait a little. It's uh, Wake me up like, when well, we that's know. that's what I was doing. I was sleeping. So right. can I go maybe back he to needed some, Maybe he needed like a social security number or something. Maybe he needed to sign stuff. Mm. And then the agent has that info. Yeah, well, maybe he lost it. You know, it's not safe to write it down. Right? But yeah. Also. Write it down on different pages. $150 million guaranteed. It's the first thing you buy. I'm going to be honest, nothing. I don't um I don't spend my money that that much, I don't think. But I guess a car. Well, I guess I, you the haven't first thing had I would buy is million. a car. <laughs> yeah. But I have more than I ever thought I'd have and when I got the check was like, I don't know, bank, put it in the bank. But uh, a car? Yeah, I, I like the purchase. I think I would I would buy a house and then I would also like I would buy a house and then make sure that you know, if my parents needed anything, if my grandparents needed, it, like I would first That's the ask, right answer. What are, "That's yeah, good, like, what are, really what are good." Oh, I would donate to a local church. I would pick a cause I like and make sure Army, that they have everything. Uh, I would check out what's going bank. on with certain nations that may need financial relief, and I would try to provide that to them. I mean, if you want me to go absolutely crazy, sure, I'll buy a super yacht. I'll employ there you go. all of my there favorite she below is. deck characters. Here's our capitalist queen. And it'll be fun. Well, you know, we'll adventure around. I'll have, you know, Kate with me the whole time, Captain Lee, Chef Ben. It'll be yeah, fantastic. Yeah, those guys are expensive. And I'd buy a car the money. that is meant to have a driver, and I'm not driving. What? I'm getting a driver with, like, well, a yeah, maid so like I can a sit in the back car. and you relax. Can't, like, yeah. Yeah, you can't have a driver driving. I don't, ever, I don't ever want to drive ever again in my life. I'd buy an oceanfront uh, home. I'd buy yeah, somewhere I that I could be my second. I'd, I'd buy somewhere to go Coast. that isn't here. That like <laughs> and a person to manage it. Here. <laughs> I'd buy a. I'd also buy a per, buy a person. I'd pay a person to like rent it like out it? and like handle it when I'm not there and make sure that it's fine when I get there, so I don't have to like clean. I'd buy like a place I can go that isn't here. <laughs> Maybe a chef. 
Yeah. I would I would get um a second microwave because <laughs> Kid. A college kid's like, I buy a regular sized fridge, I think. I'd buy like a full fridge with an ice maker. I would maybe get myself not a twin bed. Can I explain yeah. my answer? Yeah, because... no, you shouldn't, but I'm going to oh let you. Oh my God. Well, I actually, that's like one of my goals in life is to have two microwaves because I'm always making frozen food. The goals of a 22 year old. Yeah. And like there's always complicated it. math when I want to do two, like a main, like a frozen main dish and like an appetizer mm-hmm. or like a side dish. And I can never what? figure out like, the combination because so you, so make you don't have to fire them at the same time that's the whole point you make the appetizer you eat it you make the dinner oh sorry i meant side dish like main side oh dish. i get it okay, two sorry, things sorry, two sorry. microwavable that's my foods. Misunderstanding. got it yeah. i love this so much i'm just picturing him po- poking f- fork holes in a hungry man <laughs> and also in a side of like i don't know trader joe's mac beans. and cheese that's a really good one Ooh. Um, but yeah that's one day in life. Two that's microwaves. My first wow, that's Two living microwaves. the life. You could Super buy Nintendo a chef. Genesis. A yeah. chef. Yeah. Yeah. Well, also, a what would make chef, it, like, and you got a second microwave. Is if you're like, oh, like you know, you know, some fancy kitchens have two ovens or mm-hmm. like two a dishwashers. Like, yep. it's like, nope, I want two microwaves. Two microwaves. <laughs> two dishwashers. <laughs> no, I believe in you. That's the thing I like about this goal, Nathan. Is I could see you achieving it as soon as next year. Uh, two <laughs> microwaves is well within your reach. You could achieve this when this podcast is over. You could go achieve the goal to go yeah. to Target. I don't, know if I'm ready I don't think yet. he's ready for that. Don't put that much pressure on him today. Don't tell that. him he has to go achieve. Guys, you don't have to achieve your goals today. How much is a you microwave? You just have actually? to achieve them. Hmm? Like $50. Oh, really? Depends on if it's a good one or not. The fact that you have no idea how much a microwave is means <laughs> a lot to me as well. Yeah, 60 bucks. You can get a Black & Decker for $60. I could vent. I'll Osta Venmo for you. If you want a second microwave today... <laughs> like let's get this done for you i, I love this for you katie nolan Venmo helping the interns of espn that's, right. achieve that's what i would do with my 150 dreams. million i would give it out to a bunch of nathans who all they really want is a second microwave you know nathan's gonna go back to school and all right so what'd you what uh did you take away from your internship well katie nolan microwave. helped me get my my make my dreams come true what was that uh, second microwave two microwaves for the yeah, apartment there's nothing better there's nothing better <laughs> than when somebody in your social circle expresses one of their dreams and it's something that you can help with <laughs> you're just like hell yeah like, dude instantly. that's your dream let's get you that microwave let's today it. it's this isn't difficult this isn't like change your life type stuff of like oh we've got to get you this and this no just get you that microwave and also make sure you've got a good uh What's it called when the power goes out because you run too many microwaves at once? <laughs> make sure that make sure you know where the the box is. Yeah, that Circuit box breaker. with the switches. Make sure yeah, you know the where one that, that is. I just when something goes wrong, I just push them all. I don't know. I don't know anything. Why am I allowed to own a home? <laughs> so yeah, that's why I put the story at the top. Yeah, that's a good story. I'm You're welcome. Got that two microwave story out of Nathan. <laughs> Uh, this is the coffee story you teased so poorly at the beginning of the podcast. What is it, Travis? Let us have it. What we've waited this long for. Dan Campbell is back at it again. Lions head coach Dan Campbell, who once famously said that what they were going to eat people's kneecaps or something. Bite some kneecaps. He wanted <laughs> to bring a. <laughs> he wanted to bring like a lion to practice, an actual lion. If Axe body spray were a person, <laughs> he revealed his uh, morning coffee. He gets two venti size piked place roasts from Starbucks and adds venti two shots. Venti is large for any of you plebeians out there who just don't understand what that means. And he it's 20 ounces, two, though. Isn't that what the venti stands for? I think so. I believe so, yeah. It, it's a two, big drink. 
And he adds two shots of espresso to each of them. So he gets okay. two large coffees and then adds two shots of espresso well, to each of so, them. So this is a question I don't know if we know the answer to. How many shots of espresso? Oh, no, but you don't. They don't come with. Never mind. I was going to say when you get like a latte and you add shots to it, when you get a venti latte, isn't it like already a couple shots? So it, 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 at some point, it being a venti coffee and the amount of shots he adds to it, the shots are because... They have to go up as the size goes up. You understand what I'm saying? It would be crazier to me if he got a small coffee and added two shots of espresso. Oh, because there's only so much space. So much coffee per. Yeah. It'd be so much coffee. It's definitely not as shocking that he gets two shots of espresso in one coffee. But reading this this little uh, factoid here, one venti of Pike Place with two shots is 410 milligrams of caffeine. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Multiply that by two, you get 820 milligrams. That's a crap ton of caffeine. Per it's the Mayo Clinic, up to 400 milligrams of caffeine a day appears to be safe. So one of those coffees, he's already <laughs> over the 400. He's at 410. That's roughly the amount of caffeine in four cups of brewed coffee, 10 cans of cola, or two energy shot drinks. You can drink 10 sodas in a day. Probably the sugar people would probably say no. But yeah, you need the sugar caffeine, free. Yeah, but then you don't want to drink that much aspartame. That's so much caffeine. He must be just wired. Four cups of coffee is 400 milligrams, and he has 820. So he's essentially having eight or so cups. I'm guessing he can't function without it at this point. But at some point, yeah, it's like at this point. Once you start drinking coffees like that, your body's going to become more dependent on it. It's not going to give you the same kick it was giving you before. It's just keeping, it's just letting you maintain. Yeah, that's, he's going to have, like, I bet if he goes too long without coffee, he gets headaches. And they they haven't even gone like 0 and 16 yet. Man, wow. that is too much. And now I know that's tough to say about Dan Campbell, a man who's usually very even keeled, but I'm going to say that's too much, Dan Campbell. Turn it down, Dan Campbell. For your own health, <laughs> please. You think Dan Campbell listens to Joe Rogan? I bet he does. I bet he listens to three episodes a that week. That sounds about right. That just feels right. They just go hard. When you think you're going to quit, don't quit. Keep going. Take a vacation, Dan Campbell. Go to a beach. Sip of water. Uh, When's the time that Dan had water, I'm wondering? Well, maybe he drinks. I mean, I don't know. He's around athletes, so he probably hydrates. Speaking of which, everybody take a sip. Go ahead. If you got a water near you, take a sip. Stay hydrated. Mm -hmm. Last sip of my glass, so I'll have to go. Same. I'm out. What's going on with Michael Thomas? So. Uh, No idea. This. He recently had surgery on, I believe, his ankle that he was dealing with injuries last year. Mm-hmm. Sean Payton came out and said that he w- wish he would have had it sooner, I believe. Yeah. And there's been some back and forth. And then the Michael Thomas season. posted a thing about, you're lucky I, I'm not saying what the truth is or something on Instagram. So he, he, got, he got surgery when he came back. And the argument was that he should have gotten it done in the offseason because now he's going to miss. They might have to put him on the pup list. He's going to miss at least six to 12. Can we change what? Can we change the pup? I don't like it being called the pup list because that's like a. I like to think of Myrtle at the top of the pup list. Yeah, I like to think of cute little puppies. Yeah, but here's the deal, though. The pup list is usually a bad thing in football. And why should pups be associated with bad things? Wow. Okay. I mean, I I hear you. I see you. Yeah. But I still like it's called a pup list. So you want to call it the cat list? Yes, I do, actually. No offense, I'm just kidding. It's just a joke. Everybody no, I do. I'm, I'm all for it. Dogs, I'm sure. 
they're not though. So Michael um, Thomas might be on the cat list. Yeah, and so he the uh, the comparison I saw to it was the I'm not going to ruin my summer uh, from Last Dance. I'm like I'm not going to ruin my summer. I'm not going to get my uh, uh, surgery during my off season. I got hurt on company time, so I will recoup my <laughs> on company. Time. So I will recover. Yeah, on exactly. Time. <laughs> uh, and so. Um, didn't they it say he's, he's like, expected to miss anywhere from like the first few weeks to like the entire season and anywhere yeah. in between either and, half and, the season and for or a team season. that's running into the worst cap issues um and the just the fact that they don't really have much on their team uh and Michael Thomas being one of the greatest receivers uh this is a, a bad this is this is bad but then yeah like you said today travis i think he tweeted um like you can make me look like the bad guy as long as i don't tell my side of the story essentially those aren't the it's not a dead quote but it was something like that and this is someone that in 2019 maybe. signed a five-year 96 million dollar contract too yeah so it's gonna be hard to unload if that were something that you wanted to do I'm trying to, you know, what I do. I just always try to be like, well, where could he possibly be coming from? That this is makes yeah, sense in his, his head. Yeah, what's his truth? I want to know. And it's what... like, what is it about the team you think he's not saying that could? What could he say that people would be like, oh? I was going to say maybe Jameis Winston throwing him the ball. So your point there being that he doesn't want to play for a quarterback that is Jameis Winston after having played for a Drew Brees. So Michael also, Thomas doesn't so like he's eating in no rush to come back. I would say that doesn't make me empathize with him. I would say I guess it makes a little bit more sense, but I wouldn't say it's the it's the it doesn't make you look good. It wouldn't. Make I would you also look good. say yeah. I, I would say that if that were the case, then that wouldn't. That wouldn't make him look like the hero for uncovering some truth about the team. I think it would just make him look a little bit more selfish. What if it's there was something with the medical staff on the Saints side? That's how they handled I it. Too. Yeah, now that's and something. Because I know I saw a lot surgery. of reports say that Michael Tom- Michael Thomas said he wanted to get second opinions uh, from like other doctors. I had seen something about that. So that's the. I think that's. Signs indicate that if he has something to say that he's not saying, assuming that he's, you know, being honest when he says that, that it may be something medical staff related, which just gets complicated because I I don't know about the controversies on that side. I just bet they exist. And Yeah, once you go down the medical side of things with uh, profession, with any, well, any sporting, like professional college, whatever, the medical staff ultimately gets paid by the team. And so... While you hope because they are doctors and trainers or whatever that they have the players, you know, health in mind, there's always that. Yeah, it just becomes a potential conflict of interest yeah. where we'd like yeah, to exactly. hope that the there is bias. overrides, but there is a, an interesting, an incentive of getting the guys back out there sooner and, and yada yada. Unlike Dak, Michael Thomas could come out and say, this is a HIPAA thing and I can't talk about it. Mm. Not HIPAA really, is but... between your doctor. Yes, I know. So technically, no. It's, it's just true. important to me, Travis, that people understand HIPAA <laughs> it's like it because was, people keep bringing up HIPAA like other people can't talk. Once the information's out, HIPAA, I have no, vi- I can't violate HIPAA. I'm not a. She's not so a anyway, doctor. Uh, yeah, well, I could be. I'm just busy today, you know. Yeah, we'll try again tomorrow. tomorrow. So that's Michael Thomas. That's. It sounds like it's going. F- Fun. I gotta prepare. Swimmingly. For, I gotta figure out fantasy. Am I getting back into fantasy football? Just don't do it. 
Yeah, well, what? it didn't Why? last year. Fantasy football's fun. No. It didn't last year, and I and I was way out of a loop. I love fantasy football. The reason I don't do fantasy football anymore is it was taking the fun out of the games for me. See, that I have the opposite reaction. I think that it adds fun for me. Because yeah, it'll get I'm there, more... Christina. It'll get there. It'll get to the point where you're like, this is now yeah, taking no, away know. from it. No, I get it. I just I'm enjoying it for now because it's giving me the incentive to watch all of the other games that, you know, I I probably would have done for work related job, you know, titles anyway. But um, I feel like I have a rooting interest, which is the whole point of fantasy. See, that's the thing is I want to wa- be able to watch a game. And if I don't have a rooting interest, enjoy the great game for what it is. But if that's I have true. a player no, I, on I one of the that. teams and they game. do bad, I'm now rooting for that player and it, I, that loss then affects my overall my overall being and i'm mad because i may have lost a fantasy and ultimately i was going to watch that game anyways and enjoy it so it's now bringing me down so i was like okay and also the most the most fun part of it for me was like the draft and the trades and once it got started i didn't so i just stopped playing fantasy football okay i know i totally know see your point now. i just like it for the opposite reason yeah nathan but may, maybe one day football? i'll get to your point uh I haven't, I didn't like, like you, I didn't play last year, but I want to get back into it this year. And Travis, yeah. if that, if that brings you a lot of pain, that probably means you don't gamble either, right? Nope. It's a personal question. Yeah. No gambling. It's, it's a HIPAA. illegal where you are anyway, Travis. So I don't see how you <laughs> Sorry, could possibly that, That's against my HIPAA. Me here in New Jersey, I can <laughs> smoke weed violation. and gamble all I want, but it's I don't It's a HIPAA thing, Nathan. Things. So um, please respect personal my okay, okay, wishes. Okay. Thank you. Uh... Leo Messi is leaving Barcelona. And a big soccer podcast. Sad, sad day. It is a sad day. There was like um, this old man at a gate, like crying, holding a, his, his Messi jersey. How long was he there for? A I long think time. in total, like. I was going to say 13, but I. I was going to say like right. 17 years. It depends on what you're going to go by because he's like started at like their like. Yeah, I think when he was like 13 level. at like, like the, the youth level, I think maybe yeah. 17 full years. Dang. But why he's not there is like the crazy part that, of soccer that is. 21 like, years. 21? Says the 34 year old has been at Barcelona for 21 years and Golly. became its all top goal scorer with 682. Dang. He's like, good. He's one of the biggest names in international sports. He's arguably the greatest soccer player ever. Yes, but arguably a year ago, he wanted out of Barca mm-hmm. this year. He wanted to come back, but Barcelona literally can't like he he tried to take like a 50 percent paid uh, decrease and it still wasn't going to allow them to bring him back in because of the rules with what a salary can be according to the revenue. Like th- wow. they were they, they need to get to like 70 percent their salary of 70% of what their like revenue is. And even with him taking a pay cut, it was still going to be more than like a hundred percent. I was like going down the rabbit holes a day, trying to figure out, like figure out how this happens. But apparently a lot of soccer clubs are just operating in debt, massive yeah. debt, massive like, debt, millions and billions of dollars. It's, mm-hmm. and they just keep, they just keep accruing it because they need to keep their top players. Didn't Barcelona just sign Sergio Aguero? Don't they? Like, they just spent a bunch of money on a bunch of people. That's why this was very confusing. They use future money. 
and that's yeah. why I, that's Which this is why money sense I, this is why when things become about money my brain's just like i'm gonna have a little nap you guys figure this out i have no idea future money doesn't yeah, like, what uh, does that mean make a future ton of money? sense to that me. they're like they're I'm spending in debt their spending cap with Aliga dropped from, I believe it's 600 million euros to 200 million. It's and that So that's one of the reasons that Barcelona and Real Madrid wanted the Super League was because League. of the immediate yeah. cash. Well, and technically are still in it. True, but it's not operating where they're not getting the money that sure. they were going to get. But they're holding out in, for something. It, it seems like they want the salary cap situation to change i also think i saw the head of la liga like sold did made some sort of a business deal where he sold a portion of the league to a corporation that infused the league which with a bunch of money that all the clubs would get a piece of but that barcelona is like we are nothing they are they they lose significant um value so like theoretical money if Messi's not there and so does La Liga as a whole that's like the to have the great one of the greatest soccer players leave your league it should not be ideal and think about they recently lost Ronaldo yeah who left but and then I mean they sold Neymar was sold for like 200 million record transfer and like but that's just teams are just throwing money and now Messi is going to uh, join Neymar at PSG we t- what? No, not necessarily. No, he is on a he two-year is? deal. Yeah, on a two-year deal. Wait, Messi is? Yeah, Messi's going to PSG. How did I not see that? How is that not what the headline says? Yeah, how is this not included in Yeah, here? I guess I skipped a day. Because that's, that's not the headline, though. The headline's that's not the f- team. That he- well, to me, it is. That's me finding out. That's what that sounds like. That's an exclusive from the sports podcast. Me finding out big news that probably happened a couple days ago. I went to Dairy Queen yesterday. I was very busy. You would think a push notification would come through for that. So I just went on to ESPN to confirm, yes, he agrees to PSG. But then I also see a headline, Barcelona member tries to block a messy PSG with a legal complaint. So it's not officially official. Yeah, but it's happening. It's going to happen. Very exciting for Messi. I, I think it was Barcelona. Someone posted a photo of all the trophies that they accrued while Messi was there. And it's an ungodly amount. Well, he was there for 21 years. Jeez. Yeah, we talked last year. Last year. That's last in week the entire time about, Nathan's been born. Oh, don't bring it up again. Uh, we talked last week about the level of fame. Like levels of fame was one of the voicemail questions. And I just had just thinking about imagine being the biggest star in soccer to the point where like no. you leaving a team will not only hurt the team, but will hurt the league. It's just like. No one man nope. should have all that power. So, but I think I'd want to be messy over Ronaldo, though. And just going back to the famous question, because I think you could you could move around and people maybe not recognize you easier because he's not this giant you know, statue that Ronaldo is. Like I'm Messi kind of Ronaldo looks like an everyday guy. Be, I mean, yeah, do you want does. to be Ronaldo's statue? Because yeah, that does look a great so point. <laughs> I don't know. I think people know what Messi looks like. I don't think he can just walk around. I, I think, think he can, though. Uh, maybe here. But that's more of a reflection on us and our global awareness. Yeah, I don't think Messi's much just more on us go- than going to the mall. Just because you don't think he's hot, Travis. If, if Ronaldo and Messi both go to Germany, somewhere in Germany, 
I think, and they walk on okay, both sides of the Now you're getting street. into the socio-political implications of hotness. This has nothing to do with... Uh, no, it's, yeah, it's recognizability, exactly. though, too. Mm. Messi is... How tall I is I just Messi? think for... We'll put it this way. For a much longer time, Cristiano Ronaldo has been made into a sex icon, and Messi has not. That doesn't have anything Ooh. to do with who is... I don't think it has anything to do with who is more popular within the sport i just think that Cristiano and i just want to say because so we're here on, on this platform that personally i don't subscribe to ronaldo as a sex icon i reject the narrative yeah i'm not saying i agree or disagree i know with i just, just wanted saying. to state my personal opinion on cristiano ronaldo which is no messi is five is seven no. ronaldo is six two mm, okay i don't care what does this have to do what are we talking about what are we I don't do? know. Travis King, took it here. Short, Tra- shout out Travis Short Kings. Travis walks us here. Travis, what are we doing here? Why are we? Why'd you bring us here? Where are we going? Welcome to my Travis, madness. T- that take I take us to Florida for this next uh, yeah, story. Yeah, thank please. you. Moving right along. Yeah, walk us right there. Thank you. Uh, Miami Miami Hurricanes QB Derek Derek King has uh, signed a deal with the Florida Panthers. He's the first athlete to sign with the professional team. A hockey team. Let's just make sure we're clear on that. The Florida Panthers are an NHL, and it's okay if you didn't know that. They are an NHL franchise. Uh, <laughs> they, this deal is fascinating. Obviously, uh, NIL, that took, that came about in what, January? Those floodgates opened? July. July is what I meant. Starts with a J and ends with a Y. Last month. Who cares what happens in the middle? And Times so it was last month, which feels like six months ago. Let's all be honest with each other. So the uh, college athletes are allowed to profit off of their name, their image, and their likeness. So this is basically, so Sam Dore, who is the team's chief strategy officer, the Florida Panthers, saw the deal that happened with American Top Team, which is that Florida MMA gym that announced they're going to offer endorsement opportunities to members of the Hurricanes football team. Mm-hmm. Uh he saw that and was like, look, this is a professional gym that has professional fighters, so it's something we can do, so let's do it. And so basically, it's a marketing and endorsement deal, obviously, not a contract. And what Sam Dore said was, quote, it's a brand doing a deal no different than a Nike or Adidas doing a deal with an athlete, which I understand if you're talking about the way the deal is executed and the intricacies of the deal. Yes, that's true. But it is different than a Nike or an Adidas doing a deal. It with is an very different because it's the Florida Panthers, which it fields a team. So it's like an interesting. Yeah, like if I don't, if I like the Lightning, and he, Derek King's doing stuff with the Panthers, even if it's kind of not just out, you know, right in your face, Florida Panthers gear. I'm probably not gonna be buying it. Apparently it is, yeah, gear, but it's also TikTok. I saw a lot in the article about TikTok that they want to start doing more stuff on TikTok. I don't. That's, look, that's like the new these, thing. Like, look, oh, I'm gonna do a podcast. I'm gonna do TikTok. That's the new. These brands are gonna throw money at athletes. Um, I say more power to the athletes. Take the money they give you. This is a weird time. It's the wild, wild west where they're going to try to figure out what they can get you to do to help their brand. It will probably, I don't know, just being realistic, die down once it becomes less novel and when it's more just a thing and we'll figure out how it all works. So I say go for it. And it looks like King is going for it because he has uh, 
shown an eagerness to jump into the NIL waters. This is from that article that you linked. Who's that from? So I give them credit from Forbes, of course, because it's about money. Uh, quickly inking contracts with businesses, including College Hunks Moving Company. <laughs> which Naturally. Who, who doesn't use them? Um, Murphy Auto Group. Dreamfield. Travis, what's that? Look that up. Google that. The Wharf, which I'm going to guess is a waterfront restaurant with a nice crab stack. And Panini America, which... I love a good panini. Is that the no. official like panini? That's probably it's the sports cards. Oh, damn. Well, what's Dreamfield? Uh, it looks like you, you can book college athletes for your next event or a marketing oh. campaign. Well, that sounds. I thought it was like no Smithfield, yeah, but for sausage. I think yeah. Smithfield does sausage too, though. They do. I thought they just did the bacon. I think they do. It I'll says- check on that one. King will also work with the Panthers to design a merchandise collection that, that engages the fan base across, or a merchandise collection and collaborate with the team's digital and social media teams to produce content that engages the fan base across South so Florida. Shirts so and TikToks. It sounds like you just got hired like like a regular role, like a social media manager or something. Like an he's influencer. Getting, yeah, like he, he the is their amount. personal influencer. Does it matter whether or not he likes hockey? Does he like hockey? I doubt it. The Panthers. I, mean, um, I don't know if he likes the Panthers, but I mean, if he doesn't like, let me just. Well, I mean, I'm sure he does now. Well, yeah, I he's mean, he's got to, right? Yeah. How much can some does somebody have to pay you to make you like hockey? More importantly, uh, from from the bacon or sausage um, to your favorite hands, hot dogs, <laughs> lunch meat. Okay. Uh, Smithfield does they it make all. Hot dogs. Yeah. So they. Uh, Who has a web- favorite lunch meat? Who has favorite hams? On their website, Nathan's <laughs> is on here. So Nathan's hot dogs are. Is Smithfield? Eckridge. Damn. Is also Damn. a Smithfield. Ooh, Farmer yeah. John. Farmland. I've never heard Armor. of Farmer John. None of these hey, sponsors, Hey, none of these brands the sponsor us. So how about we just bleep this entire section of the podcast? But they could. Do you think it's weird mm-hmm. to, for a, a, a hockey team to sign a, a college quarterback, I guess, is the question being posed yes. here? I think it's strange. I think it's a little, it's different, but the one smart thing that they did is they got somebody in their area that is marketable and also a player that even if he gets drafted, it's not going to become a conflict of interest. So they can continue to do business with him when he's in the NFL, if they choose to. Whereas if they went and like signed some stud hockey player in college and he gets drafted, that deal is now over. And I wonder if they'd even be allowed to, because it's like, tampering before they get there yeah like major conflict of interest uh, i mean i get it a little bit more now i just to nathan's point it's honestly sounds like he's just their social media influencer which i guess is pretty much what this deal is for most athletes anyway where it's you know promote our product promote our whatever and we give you money i mean that's how it works anyway but yeah it just i don't know it's so it, it sounds very weird that a professional hockey team is investing in a college quarterback. But I mean, if they it works said their out, next step is to, is to hire a female athlete and then start making content. So I was like, Hey, I'm down with that strategy. I can't so wait for cool. a Derek King bobblehead night. Yeah. That, that'll yeah, get I'm, you a Florida I'm just Panthers interested game. To, yeah. Yep, I'm interested it. to see how that Travis, how it goes. let's say tomorrow I start letting you profit off your name, image and likeness. And this is just hypothetical. So don't think that it's actually something you can do. What companies are you hitting up to, Tito's. uh, um, I, Tito's or Jack Daniels, whichever one wants to come first. It's going to be Tito's. If you're listening to your heart. 
I don't know. Jack Daniels offers more wide range of uh, whiskeys. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. You'll be the food. face of Jack Honey. I'm at, Jack Honey is actually in last place for me. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm saying if they're going to pay you, oh. it doesn't matter if you like it or not. I, I can tell you you'll, right now, you'll sign on the dotted line. Yeah, if you pay me, I love Jack Honey. Jack Honey is the best. <laughs> exactly. I, think I like, to, I like to put it with some lemonade. Uh, food. You can sell people their favorite hams or lunch meats. Maybe uh, Raising Cane's or Bojangles. Mm. Um, but would you settle for like, what if McDonald's tried to give you money? Or like Burger King. Yeah. What's a product you despise that if they paid, if they offered you a million dollars, you'd tell everybody you loved them? Avocados. Let's go. I will <laughs> push your product like that's never a, before. That's not I point. haven't been healthier in my life since, until yeah, I started eating avocados. Yeah, that is a great point. Except, Nathan, there's been a lot of uh, Super Bowl commercials the last few years for avocados from Mexico. For Mexico. So it's like it kind of is a brand. Pistachios. Um, so okay so now we're just going after like whatever pistachios. foods travis doesn't like whatever <laughs> yeah. brands if you want to yeah, i will sell travis whatever will if you, you want to pay what me. if what if the nation of canada said travis we want to pay you <laughs> you are uh, our international ambassador. five million american dollars to promote business and tourism within our great nation Come to, come to come to our country. Niagara Falls look much more beautiful from the Canada side. You need to come and look at it from our area. But I'm saying you'd sign, you'd do For it. Five million? You'd say sorry, I I can't do it. <laughs> sorry, America. Yeah. Well, Canada won, by the way, the women's uh, gold medal for soccer. Did that upset you? I didn't even think about it. Suck it, Sweden. <laughs> it was a win-win. Do we have an, one more voicemail before we go? Hey, Katie, Christina, and Travis. This is John from Iowa. So as I'm entering my 20s, I'm just astounded by the amount of little things I have to do around my apartment and house every day. (laughs) And frankly, I did not sign up for any of it. So what I'm asking you all today is what is one household task or any productive thing that normal functioning adults need to do? that you would like to have a robot do for you. Stuff can be like grocery shopping or cleaning the floors or dusting. Uh, Yeah, so let me know what you guys think. Love you, mean it. Bye. John, I love you and I mean it too. Dusting was my answer. Dusting was my answer, but now you've said it. And so now I feel like I'm taking dusting from you when I promised the first thing I thought was, I'm going to say dusting, while you were giving the question. And then you said, so for example, and I was like, don't do it, John. Don't say dusting. (laughs) And you were like, "Uh, whatever he said, grocery shopping or dusting. And I was like, gah! So now I'm going to say taking out the trash. Travis? I was going to say dusting too, so we're going to throw that one dusting out. Dusting is the worst. Dusting is the worst because dusting dust by suck. its nature gets on everything. And it's sh- so like you I dust and the next day it's it. like it's just a constant state of dusting. I I'll be honest, I wait till it gets bad and then I do it. I'm a bad person. I'm a disgusting person. I just want a robot to handle just I don't have mine taking the laundry down and putting the washer and dryer. It's the holding it. It's the steps after. That's what I was gonna say. Holding it, holding and hanging it it up. That part I Mm -hmm. hate. So I I want a robot to. I'll load it into the washing machine. That's fine. Take care of everything else after. 
take out the clothes that shouldn't go in the dryer because they shrink and I put them in the dryer every time because I'm too lazy to separate it and then they shrink and I'm mad at myself. Separate my clothes, put them away, fold them. Also, you guys know I cook a lot. My stove is, yeah, I love cooking. Hi, it's me. I like to cook. Um, I, my, so my stove is a gas stove. And so you know how it has like those grates that oh, like yeah. sit Clean over the flame. Oh, oh my yeah. God. I have so many Every... little shriveled up elbow noodles oh, in my, my stove. God. Every single time I cook, it's like a, it's like World War Three on my stovetop. Mm. And I hate having to take up those little grates and wipe it out every time. I just yeah, want someone to do it for me. Yeah. Do it for me. Cause I'm a mess. When I, when I cook, I am a tornado. Clean and Nathan, you just you would like a a robot to be your second microwave. I assume that that would work. Or I was going to yeah. say, um, for a robot to put on the fitted sheet because that is a like oh, it's a wrestling match. A, I you know what? Sign up for. Imagine a world in which the person you love um, has a war with the fitted sheet every night. Every day, I have to and it re- comes off put the on my fitted sheet because Dan's corner. And sometimes even mine, from all the flipping that he does, uh, is off the bed. I have to re. You need to get those little head. like clamps that can like. Yeah, that's I could, but I bet he'll find a way to just bend that metal just in his rip sleep it off. and yep. rip it off. I'd also like a self-cleaning sink in my bathroom. Oh, yeah, it's like get rid of like hair, toothpaste like, like, from like, shaving. Toothpaste. A lot of toothpaste. So I was also thinking someone to clean my shower drain. It's a robot. Because, yeah. 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 So my robot to come in and clean my shower drain when my hair clogs it and I don't want to have to deal with it. It is gross. Even though that hair was just on my head, reaching down to pull it out of the drain. Is somehow the most disgusting thing in the entire world. Ew, this is gross. It's like it was just attached to me. It was just attached to me, but it's so gross because it's wet and it's made friends and you're just like, and then it's just disgusting and I hate it. Do you do the thing, Christina, when you're showering that you like pull from your own hair to try to catch the hair? Oh, and then I make like a hair little stick them on the the side of the wall. Yeah. So it's a joke now that my boyfriend will go into shower and he'll say, Oh, we have a new piece of art on the wall. I have forgotten too, where you leave the shower and you leave your little wall critter on the wall and you forget to take (laughs) it off. And then the crazy thing is it dries and it just becomes this like puffy, dry thing stuck to the wall. Yep. Pretty cool how gross we are, but that's, look, we got a lot of hair. You guys like it. You like to twirl your fingers through it, so we have to upkeep it, and it sucks. I'm going to shave my head. I'm going to shave my head. Also, celebrities celebrities are now saying that it's cool to not shower, so, like, let's follow yeah, that yeah, What? Let's just all be dirty yeah, and apparently gross Apparently nobody smelly. showers or bathes their children, so... Yeah, children is weird. It's like you gotta clean those. They like, get they're, very they're dirty. dirty. Come on. When they're Jake Gyllenhaal said the bathing, was he talking about himself or his kids? He's talking about himself. But I do want to know if he meant literally bathing, because I don't bathe. I shower. Well, Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher said they don't bathe their children. Every yeah, well, night. they've got a lot of questionable opinions. Those two. I wouldn't be taking much advice from the two of them. The last time they saw reality was a very long time ago. But I'm with you, Katie. That I was wondering if Jake was literally talking about the act of taking a bath. Yeah, because all the headlines I saw said bathing, and so I was like, "Yeah, showering is very different." I haven't seen a single one say not showering. I don't like to. And there's a difference between like showering, as in like washing your body, and then full blown like hair, body shaving. Yeah, no, I think that's just showering. Yeah, well, I body shower all the time, but I don't always wash my hair. Like I'm not always shampooing my hair when I get shower. Yeah, they tell us not to do that, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so does he mean he just? 
skips I don't know. the shower I just, entirely. Who cares? Why do I have to care if Jake Gyllenhaal showers? The Rock showers three times a day. Who does The Rock? The Rock, the Rock. lies. He said the Rock he is a liar. Three times a showers day. The Rock three says times a day. that he wakes up at four in the morning. He doesn't. He's so lying. You guys just eat yeah. up all the stuff that Mark Wahlberg said he golfed in a half an hour. There's no way you golf a round of golf <laughs> in half an hour. You, like just driving would take up a, a good chunk yeah, of that. You guys just let these people say like, oh, I've I cured cancer. And you're like, oh, Mark Wahlberg cured cancer. No, he didn't. He just wants you to think that of him. I hate people that just say things and just act like people are going to. Yeah, do listen. you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you do. You either die the hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain. That's you, Travis. Avocados from Mexico. That's it for this week's edition of Sports. <laughs> uh, shout out to Quip and BetterHelp. Shout out to the Fantasy Focus Football Podcast, the Triple F Podcast, as we call it in the biz. As we all learned last week, football is back, which means it's time to get your fantasy teams ready for the season. I mean, didn't we just have this conversation? So check out the Fantasy Focus Football Podcast so you are prepared. Very well written, Travis. It's a great sell. I hope you do better for the avocados. Big thanks to you guys for listening now and again later on a different streaming service or two different streaming services like, I don't know, Spotify or Stitcher or Apple. And if you're on Apple, you could always leave us a nice review wherever you're listening to this podcast, which, by the way, we read and we love them. Like this one from Capo Jacks. My, my aunt's dog when I was growing up was named Kojak, and that makes me think of that. So Capo Jacks, it says, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> Katie be going through it. <laughs> but I be going through it too. So I love the pod and it makes me laugh. Also, I miss Ashley, but the union is dope too. I mean, that is, first of all, the first time I've allowed myself to say bruh. And I want a little bit of credit for that. I promise I'll never but say You're it quoting. Again. You didn't say it though. Yeah, you're I was just reading a quote. Bruh. I did it. It's fu- it feels fun. It feels fun. I get why people say it, but I also completely Katie's understand why I can't be one of those people. And I'm don't worry. I'm not going to blur the line. Uh, I think that was the most honest review of this podcast I've ever seen. I I do be going through it, you know. So and it's not wrong. The union is dope. Yeah, that's right. Sorry, Nathan. It is. And Nathan. <laughs> Nathan's also dope. Thank I you. don't think this person. I don't think Capo Jacks knew that you're not in the union. So I think it's for you. And also, we miss Ashley. Uh, lastly, don't forget that you can always leave us a voicemail. The number is 860-506-5571. Travis, say goodbye. Goodbye, Jack Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> goodbye. Nathan. Goodbye. Bye, guys. Love you. Mean it.